Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Baba Jenkins and CB Gold. We just saw Sam Alvey get the big win. Yeah, but he was fighting a middle school principal, so <laughs> we can't count that. Uh, I missed it. I looked down for two seconds. Yeah, and so did that guy. Uh, the guy he just knocked out. Um, we're here. I want to thank... Uh, guys, listen. We are now on Tip of Fighter. Yes. Yay, yay. So uh, if you like what we're doing, if we entertain you, if you have a good time this week, if you listen to our podcast and you're like, hey, man, uh, thank you for all the hours and hours and hours of entertainment, tip us. Okay, we will gladly take your tips. It will go to, uh, to, to the, the podcast. It will go to me. It will go to my new baby coming out soon. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> you said that like an album. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so definitely tip us. Oh, he got him. He didn't knock him out. He actually... A, uh, a standing guillotine. Sam Alvey uh, wins with his hot wife with purple hair. I think she was on America's Next Top Model. Uh, she was like a finalist. She, my girl's not here. She couldn't tell you if she was or wasn't. Oh, she's a big fan? Yeah, because she, she uh, talked about Florian's wife when he was at the Dime the next day when we did the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, congrats to Sam Alvey and this brand new podcast. Uh, yesterday we had Georgie Karakanyan on. Uh, Georgie mentioned that he thinks he's fighting you next and that he's going to beat you again. Uh, Bubba, uh, would like to respond? Is that what he mentioned? Yes. Uh, well, I ain't got a contract, man. I ain't seen nothing on paper. I heard some rumors about it, but I also was supposed to fight... Hulk Hogan one time, his ass didn't sign the contract either. So, weren't you, you in know. the one for? Uh, weren't you replacing uh, Jones against Cormier for like yeah, three days? I was actually signed up for that, but you know yeah. Cormier didn't sign that contract either. So you know, I'm just here so I don't get fined, really. Yes. Um, but when they give me a contract, man, I would definitely. Would you fight Georgie? Yeah, I would fuck, fuck yeah, I would fight Georgie. I mean, I, I took a loss to the man. Of course, I want you know being the competitor I am, I want to get that loss back. So I would definitely fight Georgie, especially if it will be here in Orange County. I'm thinking those are rumors that. That's what he there said. Might be here in Orange he County. He said that. That's what he said. He said it in Yo, L.A. That'd be dope. But uh, but is that a fight for you? That's a, oh good because you're he's coming off two losses. Granted, the guys he lost to were Pat Curran and uh, the other guy he lost Weichel. to and and Weichel, Those are two top guys. Yeah. You're, you're coming off three wins. Uh, yeah. Is that a good fight for you? Well, it's not really because it, I mean the only reason why I want it. Or I would take it is because one, Bellator wants me to take it, and I'm a company man. I do what they want me to do. I'm a hit man. You put the name on the line, and I, I go get it. That's that, that's my job to fight people. They tell me to fight. I don't. I've never really. De- I've never not really. I've never declined to fight. So uh, they tell me to fight a guy. I go fight him. Um, secondly, it's a it's a guy that beat me. So I would take that fight. I would want that fight. I would want to get that one back. But as far as like. Uh, business-wise and, and, you know, how to move up the ladder, it wouldn't be the smartest fight for me um, because, like he said, he's coming off two losses. I'm coming off three wins. You know, it doesn't really put me anywhere closer to the title after, you know, I beat him. So I don't care, you know. He beat me. He knocked, uh, choked me out on, on TV. All my boys used to talk about it. That's, that's, what kind know, of boys do you have that are going to talk about that? Real, real boys. Come on. You know, boys that expect me to win that fight, <laughs> myself included. You know, that's something that I can always look up and, and see on the highlights when Bellator is playing highlights. And that's something that I want to erase as far as getting that one back. So I, I would take that flight. Now, are, now it seems like uh, the, the way to beat Georgie, uh, he obviously won by four guillotines in a row. Yeah. Is to get the not shoot it on him, keep right. it standing, beat him in a striking contest, and uh, it's like that's the blueprint on beating him. Is that something that you would do? Absolutely, I would not wrestle Georgie at all. This next fight, if I'm fighting Georgie, I will stand up with him the entire time. Okay, um, I've been practicing a lot on my stand up. Man, I'm I'm pretty happy with myself as far as like going to get some pretty good strikers and actually being able to hold my own and and get the better of them. So I'm pretty excited about. 
the fight if it happens. You know, we're Have we're you still ever been talking rocked? about. Yeah, I've been rocked in in the fight and like in a fight. No, I've never been rocked in a fight. I've been hit pretty hard where it was like holy shit, but not like where I got dizzy or lost my balance or anything like that. What you about in practice? Um, I got head kicked by Lou Pauly one time. He's a 300-pound dude. Yeah, yeah, that was, the, that was the one time I got robbed. Why is it fucking three? I mean, he honestly weighs about 250. Yeah. And, and you, you fight at 145. Yeah. Why is he head-kicking you in practice? Well, he didn't have a partner. So. <laughs> that, that, that sounds so really, he, really dumb. He didn't have a partner. That, and I, I, that, that guy, honestly, if I was running that gym... I would say, Lou, you are not allowed to go with anyone under 230 pounds anymore yeah. and take a time out. Here's, here's yeah. a Snickers. Uh, that, that's, that's awful. That's yeah, like, but that's it, definitely, it definitely helped me to know that, A, I can take a punch, a kick, whatever it is. So it, uh, we'll check that one off the mark. And B, it helped me to really bite down on my mouthpiece and focus on the things I had to do right. Because you do anything wrong with a big guy like that, a dangerous guy like that. You know, you can find yourself counting stars. And, now, you're you wearing know. sunglasses right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are inside. That's right. You haven't smoked pot in a year? Um, 19 months. 19 months? 19 why, months. Uh, now, I notice that black people wear sunglasses inside <laughs> a lot. Right. Why is that? Um, well, me specifically is because I feel a lot of hate coming from other people. From, from, so, me, from me and so, CB? So I have to wear my hater blockers to make sure that you don't get inside my head. From us? From you guys, oh, yes. No, I hate. feel, I feel, I feel, I feel some kind of way. You're about, in my house. I feel some kind of way about the way you're talking to me about my glasses. Uh, and he was <laughs> in my house the other night with my family and my friends. Did, Did I have my shades on? Been, your glasses no. have been on way before. Not the we, entire asked, night. Good question. You That's didn't right. know I was asking that question. No, I, I'm looking at you and I'm just, I'm just watching the way you move, Adam you're Hunter. F- move. I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I, I like wearing my shades. Sometimes I like wearing them inside because I feel cool when I do them. Oh, okay. You know. I noticed that life lately, but I normally notice that they're usually stone when they wear sunglasses. Yeah. But that you're was not. my first concern. With the bubble with stone? Yeah. That yeah. I'm high right now? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Well, you're wearing sunglasses and you're oh. inside. So is that like, is that a tall tale sign that you're high? Yeah. For anybody though, let's not just make this a race thing. This is, that's anybody. Yeah. Um, we, we unless they're were... prescription sunglasses, because my uncle wears prescription sunglasses inside. Uh. Hmm. Uh, by the way, people, uh, if you have tickets to UFC 202, I will be at the L- at the LA Comedy Club at the Stratosphere all week, uh, Monday through Sunday. Uh, I might try to go to the the event. Is it going to be at the uh, MGM or is that no? The, it's at uh, T-Mobile. I think I that's know. where all the fights are going. All the bigger fights are going to be right. Is that a good now. thing or a bad thing? I think it's good for the UFC. It's a huge, like, what is it, 40,000, 50,000-person arena? I, I think there's too many people there. I like it better when it's smaller. Honestly, I, I like the fight nights Yeah, but what better. does that do for the UFC when it's smaller? Nothing. But uh, it's like kind of thing with comedy clubs. Like, I prefer performing in front of 150 people than in front of, like, 1,000. Obviously, I make less money, but I just think it's a better show. I think the crowd's getting a better show. And I think with the UFC, like, these, like when they used to have it at the Palms... Or even like if I go to a local event like that in Victor, they've, they've had them in Hard Rock too. I just like those events better. When it's too many people, it just seems like a I don't know. Invicta's a lot of fun. I will say those the little arena in Orange County. You know we've been to the last two that were here. It was an absolute blast. Yeah. I love the small arena. Uh, in terms of UFC, I think with Fight Night. I think they're going to be probably at Mandalay or one of the smaller ones. I doubt they're doing like a, you know, like an Armada Garbrandt card that would just happen. Right. They're not pushing that in the T-Mobile because they're not going to get anywhere close now, to Now, so far, it. UFC 202, I know Connor and Nate, and I think Nate has them all day. I mean, Nate beat him on three days' notice. Now he's getting uh, – Connor, he took Connor's best shots. He walked through – he didn't walk through him, but he, he didn't really get hurt. And I think when he has a full camp, I think Nate wins this fight. You're shaking your head. You think Connor beats him? 
Come on. Yeah, man. Look, everybody forgets that Connor was whipping his ass. Now, it wasn't like he was, you know, was going back. He was whipping his ass until he got tired and the second round came around. He, That's, was, he, he, was, was, on a, he was on a boat in, like, Cabo San Lucas the week before. Yeah, so it's going to be even worse. It's going to be even worse. He's not going to allow him to get back into the fight like he allowed him to do last time. He's going to, like he was saying, the whole interview, he needs to be more efficient. He blew his efficiency. He didn't do well with staying in. But you don't think Nate's more efficient as well? Nate's too big for him. Listen. Connor, you ask I, I, me my opinion, yes. and then I give you an answer, and then you try to talk me out of it. Uh, look, Is that what we're doing? Look, you picked, you picked Jake Matthews to be Kevin Lee. And so I, I. I, I said Kevin Lee really? was going to win. And I said because he's X, Y, Z. You then changed your opinion, and guess what? Kevin Lee won. Sometimes Yo, you so can be talking. I, so I have a counterpoint for that, and it's two words. What? Brock. Lesnar. Oh yeah, CB. And I made him do twenty-five push-ups yep. because Brock won. Yeah, CB, you did. Uh, you did call that. You were one of the only people I know to call that. And I uh, called Alvarez. I was the only one at this really? table that called Alvarez. You did. Okay. Be, all right. But you also called. Uh, yeah. Um, who, who did he call that was wrong? I didn't make. I didn't make. <laughs> I didn't make any huge mistakes last we both weekend. Call Frankie Edgar. Yeah, I, I was I was wrong about. And y'all that. said that he was going to walk through him, and I was the only one that said he wasn't going to walk through him. I said my heart said Frankie Edgar, but yeah, yeah, real fight says him. I said run yeah. through, yeah. and yeah. I was wrong. And then I said, oh, no one runs through him, and you guys like, oh, Conor McGregor, and I was like, listen, he had one punch, and I was the one here. I didn't say he was going to walk through him. We both, me and you both, uh, I was TV the only one that. that said run through, and yeah, I was very, very poorly wrong. And then you also said uh, Rock hold over Bisbing. And uh, you were wrong. I mean, so listen, the, the bottom yeah, line well. is it's, it is really hard to pick fights. Even when I feel like I have an inside track, like everybody that trained with Dos Anjos was telling me Dos Anjos was going to steamroll Eddie Alvarez. And like, yeah, granted, yeah, but sometimes... That's training camp. Yeah, okay, they got but, us. It's like your mom that, telling you you're special. But sometimes training partners do tell me like, yeah, he's not looking that good or he's getting rocked or I, I wouldn't put money on him. I, I have had that before. Can I say something that I was surprised with over the weekend? Sure. That you will probably be shocked I'm about to say? Your stand-up comedy debut? No. no. Okay, go on. I wasn't even going to bring that up. <laughs> go on. Bilal Muhammad actually did a lot better than I expected him to do against Allen. Dude, he's tough as shit. Third round, he fucking... I was like, shit, he's gonna, he might finish Allen. I'm, I'm going to... I don't even know. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. I knew I, Alan could do it, but but I'll look good. Yeah, and and somebody stop, told me I look you, like him. Somebody said I might be him. I'm you like, you no. look like him if you had anorexia. Yeah. Uh, you do, but you, you really do have to stop saying suck it, Bilal, and stuff I, like I'm, that. I, I gave him props on Twitter, and I haven't oh. said shit since. Okay, oh, He is a tough dude. He yeah. is a tough dude. And, uh, and in terms of Bisping, he's going to lose his next fight. Who, Bisping? Yeah. Against Dan Henderson? Yeah. No, he's not. In England, UFC no, 204. I'm calling not. it right now. The, Henderson retires with the belt, vacates it. First of all, I talked about this yesterday in the podcast. The fact that he is, Pendo is fighting for the belt is a, uh, a mockery of the sport. Well, uh, I, I agree with I, that. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You're taking a guy who's 2-4 and four in his last six fights. What's his record? About that. About 2-4. and four. A guy who beat Hector Lombard, who previously fought at 170, uh, and you're and you're giving him a rematch of, of something that happened at UFC 100. We're now at Seven UFC. Years ago. We're now at UFC 202, uh, 201. It's ridiculous. Uh, to me, it's like I, I get it. The fans want Hendo to win. They want to see uh, the UFC wants to see Weidman versus uh, Rockhold because it's it's a, it's a really good uh, fight. It's it's a, it's a rematch at Madison Square Garden. At the same time, you got to have rankings for a reason. And when it comes to title fights, 
You can't fuck around. I understand when you have Brock versus Mark Hunt, you have fun fights. The guy, a guy, I understand you have a guy ranked seven, Michael Johnson versus Nate Diaz. You got the 11 guy versus the four guy. That, okay, fine. When you have the number one guy and you just throw in somebody because it's fun, it's, a, it's like, like I said yesterday. You can't like – look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Laker fan. But if the Lakers don't make the fucking finals, you can't throw them in the finals because they'll sell fucking tickets. Then what's the point of having the playoffs? Well, Jacare did get fucked, and I, I as soon as Danny, they, according to Danny Jacare's hurt. That's, that's what not what he's saying on Twitter. But then again, you know, when I saw it, and they were like right after two hundred, Dana's like Bisping Henderson too. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? They yeah, fucked him royally many times now. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, it really well, does not make any sense. And your point goes to another <sighs> fight that was announced. You know, Uriah Faber and Jimmy Rivera. I keep Jim- telling you, some of my bitches, that it ain't a sport. God Thank you, Bernie it. Mac. It, it is a sport. No, it's not. It, it is. is. It is. It's. It's entertainment. Wait, and now is a it a Chinese sport? <laughs> no, it's entertainment. Yes, you're correct. It's a sport. Right. But it's entertainment before it is a sport. You're a student athlete before you're an athlete. You got to go to class. You got to be eligible, and then you can play your sport. You're got to entertain. You got to put asses in the stances, and then you rank them in order. It's a s- entertainment sport. It is sports entertainment. If you want to say it correctly, I know, but it's, I understand. And I've been saying I understand. It, when how you, long I've been saying that? You've been to saying you? it for a long time. So why do you keep getting because there's a lot of shit you say that I, I roll my eyes. <laughs> so, it ain't been wrong that much. You, you've been wrong on a couple things. Uh, I would say eighty percent of the time I'm right. And that's a pretty good. Eighty percent of the time, I'm right. Let's. Where's the stat guy when you need him? <laughs> I ain't seen that guy on Twitter in a while. We that dude hasn't posted since back. like 2014. We need our stat guy back so I can shut you, some of my bitches up. You guys understand? Bubba J be spitting that knowledge, and I'm usually right. Now, Bubba J, I know that you and John Jones were really good friends on the Ultimate yeah. Fighter. You yeah. were you were his driver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, what do you? What was your thoughts when John Jones got popped for? I guess what, according to Chael Sonnen, estrogen blockers. Um, what were your thoughts on that? You know the NFL primetime show when they'd be like, "Come on, man!" That's exactly what my thought was. Um, I was super disappointed, even though 200 seemed to be a, a decent card. I don't think it had a decent card. It was like one of the best cards on it paper was the most of all time. Card they've ever had on paper. On paper. No, it <laughs> delivered. I think. All right, but go I, on. I, I disagree with it delivering. You don't think so? I, I think the Cormier fight was booty. I think. Well, that the, was. Yeah, I what'd think. You I think. I think the Brock Lesnar fight was. That's you, that's I think there was one. a lot of. I think there was a lot of fight. The the main event for the girls fight lasted in, for three points. That car was not as good as it, the hype was. I don't think it lived up to Have the you hype. Train with uh, Nunez. No, she wasn't there when you were there. No, she wasn't. Uh, I think that, like I like I was saying yesterday. The, if you put some of the cards in a different order, like if, you, like if the Diego versus Lozon fight was later on, if the Gastelum Hendricks fight was later on, and yeah. then you put, then if you the could order say was, was changed. The yeah. order was fucked up to the chart a little bit because people were really excited at the beginning. It was like knockout, knockout. It was very anticlimactic. And then all three nights were great. I, I agree, but okay, back to John Jones. So, what, what do you think about John Jones? I was just truly sad for um, for him and. Uh, not really necessarily for him, especially if it was estrogen blockers and stuff like that. I mean, that's a uh, that's a ploy to hide PEDs. You know what I mean? So I can't really feel sorry for him in that case. But um, I felt really, really, really bad. And there's no, I know he got tons of booze, but I felt really bad for Cormier because he lost out on tons of money. He lost out on the opportunity to get the win that he, he really, really. Yeah, he lost out on money. He lost out on a ton of money. John Jones? No, Cormier. 
Uh, yeah, he lost out on a bigger payday. I John think, Jones. I think he lost out on about five hundred thousand to a million dollars. I think it was more because John was getting twelve million. Wow. It okay. Was, it was insane money. But it might. And I wanted to ask this: Do you guys think they should have just postponed Cormier in general? Or leave him on the card and have him fight either the the three the three finalists was Hendo, Musasi, and uh, Cormi, uh, Anderson. Which, by the way, Musasi, I was the way Hendo wrong would have on been, too. I think I would have been let, based on the competitiveness of the first night fight where he threw him out of the ring. Basically, yeah, you can't. There's no way to justify that rematch. Uh, but Musa- in terms of just Musasi Cormier, would have been actually. A, I think I don't know if he would have been as dangerous as Anderson Silva, but he's a dangerous guy and. That's tough for uh, to take Busasi on t- on two days' notice because he also he's sort of an, an X factor. You know, I think he is actually in some ways more dangerous than Anderson Silva in some bizarre way. At this point, yeah. Uh, and it's less of an upside for Cormier if he beats Musasi versus he beats Anderson yeah, Silva. Yeah, I mean he beat the greatest fighter of all time. Um, but do I do I think they should have postponed it? No, I mean because also there was the, that of they needed to save the cards somehow. I think that you know Dana and them were probably like, man, how much money are we losing right now based on pay-per-view buys? Because I know for me, even when I'm looking forward to a fight, I don't order the pay-per-view in advance. I don't order it three days before that. I wait to the day of and I fucking click the thing, you know. And I think most people do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people probably, you know, like you, you know, like you're pretty astute when it comes to stuff like that. Like, all right, five days in a row they buy their tickets. But I'm I'm a last-minute guy when it comes to pay-per-view, yeah. and I think it probably. People were. I mean, the Jones Cormier fight was. I didn't realize how much I was looking forward to that fight until it got canceled. Until no, I didn't look at. I didn't look at how forward I was looking forward to it until the two hundred card was over, and I was like, man, I feel really disappointed because I really wanted to see that fight, and that was a grudge match better than any fight, and it would have been a great follow up to the Edgar Aldo fight. I'll tell you, Brock Lesnar impressed me the most. I did not see that happening. I had I had heard that Mark Hunt was hurt. And yeah, he limped to the cage. So how can he be impressive to you? <laughs> he limped to the cage, and Brock Lesnar was still scared out of his Dude, damn mind. Dude, his double mind. leg is a thing of beauty, though. You got to admit, you're not, you're not impressed by his double leg? Okay, I, I'm impressed by his double leg. He's a two-time national champion. If he can't double leg someone, I don't know what to call him then. <laughs> so, well, yes, I'm impressed. I mean... Are you more impressed as a wrestler of Brock or Mako? I am not impressed with either one's really? performance. No, no, I mean, what has Mako done? Two-time Olympian. Yeah, in wrestling? And in wrestling. Oh, I'm definitely... Wrestling, oh, wrestling in wise. wrestling. Oh, I thought you were talking about MMA. No, no, just strictly wrestling. I thought we were talking about MMA Roasted Podcast. Okay, no, no we're talking about wrestling. Yeah, I'm way more... Imp- Mako's the man in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, re- Mako's all you can get. I mean, tough as they come. And he's smaller than Brock, school, too. Two, actually, yeah. Probably, by the way, Lauren Murphy is fighting right now. Yeah, uh, We love Lauren Murphy. She's been on the podcast a bunch of times. Uh, she's been to my comedy show. And she got us like four extra people on that one show. She's super cool. Her her husband or her boyfriend, I don't know. I think it's her husband. It's her husband. Her husband's also super cool. She came to my show, and whenever I made jokes about like who likes in the face, woo! You heard her like like she's she's super cool. I love Lauren Murphy, so she's fighting right now. So we're gonna be commenting on Lauren's fight while this is going on. This is the first ever live MMA roasted uh, fight companion. Fight. I don't want to call it fight companion because they call it fight companion. Let's we'll call it fight friendship uh, instead of a companion. We're more just friendship. Fight friendship. I don't know. It's a terrible name. I think. Um, uh, I think. In Joe, term, I what think do you think? We, call it what? Let's not call it uh, fight friendship for sure. What are we going to call it? Fight MMA roasted fight unofficial companion. 
<laughs> I can't call it that. You can't use the word companion. Why can't we just be uh, fight if fanatics? If anybody's watching this on Periscope, what? if you have any suggestions on what we why should call this. Why can't we just be fight fanatics? We're talking about fights yeah. while watching fights. Because it has to be like simple. It has to be like like like. Have fight fanatics is not fight, fight, fight fanatics is not simple. Fight fanatics is yeah, it's not bad. But we have to like. That's wall. like that buying mean? crack while you're sitting there shooting crack. But That's we what we're show, doing. Does that mean I'm the fight lunatic? Fight fiends. Yeah, but we have to show that we're watching the fight while watching it. So what makes this different? We're watching a fight while it's talking fight about a fight. What about fight along? Hmm. Fight along. Fight along like ride along Starring Kevin Hart <laughs> Yeah, Bubba Jenkins as Kevin Hart <laughs> No, I think in terms of like what you were saying about the pay-per-view buys and the tickets Yeah Number one, the tickets, as soon as Jones dropped uh, Everybody had to give, they were getting refunds You could call Ticketmaster, even though it was two days out And say, I want my refund And they have to give you a full refund how many people I don't do know how many actually? people did But yeah. I, you know there were Or they, they sold their tickets to somebody else or whatever But in terms of the pay-per-view buys You know, I... I order it, like, probably the day of, but one thing I did notice, and Bubba saw it firsthand, too, was I know Time Warner, there were so many buys that their entire system crashed. Really? And everybody that ordered the pay-per-view through Time Warner didn't get charged, and they didn't get the pay-per-view at all. It was a black screen the entire time, and we ordered it in HD. When it didn't work, we ordered it in standard. Didn't work, so I had to go to Fight Pass and order it through there. So anybody on Time Warner, like, the, the buy rate... If you don't have Fight Pass... Be honest. Did you crash it? Were you, were you involved somehow? I could have been. <laughs> now, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, but uh, look, I was impressed with Brock. I'm even, be- even beating a limping Mark Hunt. I know you're not impressed. I'll tell you what I'm happy about, though. Is that Brock's going to fight again. That's pretty cool. Supposedly. He will fight again. You know he'll fight again. He's it's going to be fun. a while, though. He was having fun. Even with the whole leading up to it, it wasn't the same angry Brock. You could tell no. he was joking around. He was having a good time. No, he Even sold the fight great, and I was anticipating a, a good fight. Um, but it, like, like we were saying, it was anticlimactic, and he just looked scared the entire time. Like He did not want to throw a punch as far as like anything with Hunt. And I can understand Hunt's a, a killer as far as like striking, but I mean, Hunch blinked at him and flinched his pinky, and Brock Brock, Brock hit the mat like, oh my god, what is going on? Dude, I mean, he took Hunt- a shot though. Brock's eye was fucked up after that fight. He took a shot of steroids before the fight. Now yeah. who does now who does Brock fight next? People are saying Barnett. Josh Barnett. People are saying that's wow. a, that's a possibility. Wow, I think Brock wins that fight. Uh, uh, it depends, I dude. Really? I think Josh can submit him. I really do. I, I don't know. The one thing I did yeah, want to say about You're Brock's right. post-fight was yeah. he was like, you know, with all nationalities, we all need to come together. And then he got his own press conference. There was a, The first <laughs> press conference that was post-fight was just him on the podium. There was really? nobody else there. And then everybody trickled in after he was done. So the dude's getting major spotlight. So Brock versus Barnett. That's a good fight. That's, what people, that's what people are throwing around. I don't know if it's true. Because well, Brock can take him down. Yes, but At Josh will. Barnett has amazing and then submissions. Josh probably, yeah. I mean, the guy tapped Dean Lister, who I guess hadn't been tapped in like seventeen years. Seventeen years. So, man, uh, just uh, decline it. So yeah, I would say, uh, huh? Who do you I think wins, Bubba, Josh, Brock, or um, Josh Barnett? I'm always gonna go against Brock. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not a big 50 fan. Fifty push-ups man. this time. Yeah, I'll bet you fifty push-ups. But oh, I get to put mine on layaway. Yeah. No, you don't. No. So you think you think Josh beats him? Yeah. Yeah. Josh is Josh is a hammer, and like you said, you know, once somebody can take you down and you can submit them, it, it's it, it falls now, into your trap. Now Dana White said uh, that Ronda Rousey 
gets the if she wants she gets an immediate title shot against Amanda Nunez. Is that good for Ronda? I mean, number one, she's coming off the only and worst ass whooping she's ever gotten. Does it's does she need an actual like a tune up fight just to get back in there? You know, get the pressure off. Oh, yeah, ring rust is real. Like you know, some of the best fighters in the world can can tell you that. I mean, I've proven that to you. According to Dominic Cruz, is bullshit. He said, right? Well, he said, or didn't he say? It's bullshit? But according to John Jones, it's real. So yeah. you know, we can go with whoever you want. But I think it's real. Okay. I mean, it's the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but to me, it's like you know, you gotta you gotta deal with how you deal with it. But know? I mean, if Ronda comes back, and let's say she gets knocked out in a minute. By Amanda Nunez, which could happen. Done. I mean, Nunez hits fucking hard. Yeah, and she needs to be done. And she has the one, two rounds to do it. She don't have to fight ever again. So might as well, she might as well come back hard, come back, go hard. On you think them. she comes back uh, against? It. But if she comes back and beats Nunez, she's the champion. Uh, she's got a laundry list of people that she's got to face again. Then, which is I fine. Mean, the, the belt is bouncing. It's playing like hopscotch. Yeah, right. Holly, right. Might not, Holly might not even beat that girl, Valentina Shevchenko. That's in uh, a week and a half. Yeah, in Chicago, right? Yeah, that's, that's, I think, the main event. Is CM Punk on that card? No, he's on the 203 in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, so, well, supposedly. All right, so right now, by the way, while we're talking, we are watching Lauren Murphy, our girl, okay, and a newcomer. fight some girl named... Caitlin Chukagian. Caitlin Chukagian. Which, honestly, she should be, like, not, not to be, like, racist or against ethnicities or anything like that or nationalities, but Chukagian, the way that ends, there might be a little bit of Armenian in her. Ah. Uh. Yeah, it's not. That's, that's but true. She's a newcomer. She already looks like her her thigh is bright red. I mean, like when you're kicked. fighting Lauren Murphy, she's coming forward all the time, always trying to swing. And even when she was on the uh, when the last time she was on the show, she's like, "I'm looking for ranks. I'm looking for ranks. I'm looking for ranks." There's a few people I got to get to because they dropped out, but she's she's looking to rise the rankings. And yeah, she's I like a tough bitch. This girl Caitlin can move though, man. She's got good footwork, and she's not staying there, knowing that Murphy wants to bang on her. She's not staying there. And, you know, she's sticking and moving. It's so hard. I was, we were talking before, like, how betting on women is really tough because yeah. it's yeah. easy. I think there's a, you know, the difference between, like, the number four guy and the number nine guy in men is pretty huge. Yeah. But it seems like with women, it, they're all, like, there's, like, two or three girls that are really on good. On this card, there was an upset with one of the girls who yeah. was, you know, who But especially, who won. like, 115, right? You got Claudia and Joanna who are... It just feels like they're just light years right now away from the rest of the pack. Not that, I mean, Rose is, is good. Rose is really good. She can kind of hang with them. But then after that, it just seems like there's kind of there's a, drop, a drop There's off. a drop-off. Yeah. To me, most girl fights, it comes down to the meaner person. You Come know? on. It's, yeah, a lot. If you look if, at if a lot the of case, fights. If that was the case, Ann Coulter would be the champion of the fucking. If you look at a lot of fights, it's all about who's more aggressive and who's more mean. For the most part of it, if you look at the winners of the girl fights, the girl division, a lot of times it's the meaner fighter. The more athletic also, I think. I mean, you look at Juliana Pena, who basically had no background in anything until she turned like 19 or 20. And then she just now beats Katz and Gano, who at a time was ranked number two in the world. Uh, ranked number one in the world after Ronda Rousey. I mean, beat Misha Tate. And I think a lot of it was because she's just in the scrambles. She just is more athletic. She's stronger. You're right. She's meaner. Wants it more. Uh, what would you say to these girls? Who's meaner right? than Tanya? Tanya Avenger? Nobody. Nobody. Uh, Who can beat Tanya? 
In Invicta, nobody. nobody. But in the UFC, there's uh, she matches up. It's, there's a couple girls. She matches up well in UFC. And, and I'm not saying that it's that way all the time because I definitely think Ronda Rousey is more mean than Holly Holm. But for the most part, I would say 80% of the time, the meaner girl wins. So we just uh, – CB Gold, the stack guy, just told me this girl, Caitlin – Chugakian. Chukagian. Chukagian is seven and zero. Yeah, and it's. Uh, well, I don't know, it I don't said know who that on the beat, pre-fight. But um, <laughs> but the thing is, like when you got a girl seven and zero, even if you beat seven scrubs, right? Yeah. You still don't know how good the person is. No, Be- she won this round, or she's winning this round. What a minute! So? Yeah. Based yeah. on what footwork? Based on the fact that she's she's moving very well. She's sticking when she's want and. And Murphy can't really find her. Can't really find a good punch on her. She's not allowing her either. And when they do get to a point where they have to trade, I think that Murphy's losing the, the trade. I love Lauren's story, though. I mean, she was a heroin addict. Yeah. Uh, she was on pills. I loved her on the podcast. She, she was, was doing awesome. all kinds of shit. And then one day she just said, fuck it. I'm going to get into fighting. I'm going to go join a gym. And now she's ranked number 11 in the world. And that she started at like 13. Number, yeah, she's, number 13. Uh, she's 13. Okay. But she started at 27 years old. I mean, that's. Is there an athlete? In any sport where you can start, if you're 27 years old, you, ain't getting in the you NBA. can't pick up a basketball after going to rehab and say, I want to join the NBA. That's what I love about MMA is that you, you really, also, you know, are, it's, like, it's like when I was in wrestling camp. I remember Chad Zapital. Ever heard of Chad Zapital? Nope. Okay, he was the three-time runner-up in the NCAAs, wrestled for Iowa. Three-time, they call it bridesmaid mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, in, in wrestling. Uh, but he said, you know, he's like, the thing about wrestling I remember being at camp, at Dan Gable's camp, and he's like, you could be as good as you want to be in wrestling. It's one of the only sports where that's actually the case. And I think MMA also. I mean, obviously, being athletic is a huge factor. Being gifted, being blessed, it's all a thing. But the guy who, the athlete that works the hardest in the gym is usually going to win, I would say, nine out of ten times. I mean, you can, get a, you can get a catch a guy with a lucky punch or, uh, you know, a freaking arm bar from the bottom, and you get some kind of – but. Yeah, there's no secret to the success in in, in wrestling or MMA and stuff like that. Um, The harder worker usually is going to, you know, reap the benefits. You reap what you sow. Whatever you're going to put in, you're going to get out, like uh, Alberto's commercial. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? uh, I mean, same with comedy. I think what I love about stand-up comedy is that almost anybody could have – not anybody, but a lot of people could have a good set in a a hot crowd. I've seen terrible comedians. Do great. Kill. Because (laughs) it was just that kind of a crowd. But in the long term, we're talking about out of 100 shows, the comic that puts the most into it, that tries the hardest, that puts the most effort into it, that works on his craft, that's the comic that's going to do well. Not the most talented comic, but the comic that actually puts everything into it, which sucks because like, the process mostly sucks. I mean, joke writing can be fucking grinding. Getting up in front of crowds that don't like you. Getting up in front of crowds that don't speak English. Getting in front of, in front of crowds that don't want to be there. Getting check spots. I mean, there was a, I remember being at Stand Up New York for a year and a half. They gave me the check spot, which is when they drop the checks on yeah. the whole crowd. Yeah. And then everyone's looking at their bill, and then they yeah. put me up. And it was like, everyone's pissed off at how much I got to pay. They look up, they go, that's the fucker. We got to pay for him. And, and, but, and you got to make those people laugh. But that's what gets you better. <laughs> that bill is never funny. <laughs> bill is never funny. Bills no. are never funny. So Lauren Murphy. So Lauren w- lost the first round. Yes. But you know what? She, I, I think she's going to win this fight. She always loses the first round. In fact, she I was, thought... That last fight, she got like late into the third with Kelly Fajoltz and ended up finishing her. And Sarah McMahon, you could argue she won that fight. She definitely beat Liz Carmouche. 
and they gave it to Liz Carmouche. She's ha- she's been on the wrong end of some dubious decisions. Yeah. I feel like and the- pressure, her pressure right now is really good as far as like. It, it's going to weigh on the head of um, Caitlyn. I'm, I'm not going to even attempt to try to say her last name. Huh. It's going to weigh on her head because that's a real pressure. You may not be able to see it, but having to be chased around everywhere after about seven minutes of that, it gets a little bit daunting where you're like you're feeling like the cage is closing in on you and things are getting smaller. Um, so I think her pressure will do well for her for the rest of the fight. She's also managed by Daniel Rubenstein, who's a really, really good dude. What were you saying? I feel like Lauren Murphy in her last few fights is like the welcoming committee for the 135 girls. Because last time it was a debut, this time it was a debut. It's like, oh, we got a new girl. Let's see if she, get by, if she can get by Lauren Murphy. We'll give her some more mat time. That kind of sucks for Lauren Murphy. I know. Murphy. It's, it sucks because she's trying to rise the ranks, and you can't rise a rank against an unranked. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, you can't rise the rank against an unranked. Yeah. It's the smartest thing I've said all week. I had a, the, the, the other day I did, I did a show and it was like one of those shows where I was just like I was so happy afterwards Sunday night at the uh, LA Comedy Club and I'm like sitting there and I, and I, I, I like go to my, my, my fiance and I'm like fucking amen the world needs to know how great I am and then she's like uh, can we open the door for your ego in this car like <laughs> she was but I think that would be a good t-shirt the world needs to know how great I am you think I, would you buy that? no <laughs> <laughs> why not? but I would wear my shades inside I just I wouldn't that ain't my type of shirt I guess the world needs to know how great you are Bubba Jenkins ah. at least Bellator people need to do <laughs> but no I just got a text and it's Chew Keg in oh from is, WMMA News I got the same tweet no I got this yeah 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 okay cool. what is it what, what, what's the it's text? like Chew yeah. Keg yeah. In. That's how you pronounce it. Oh, name. oh, Chu Kagan. Okay. Chu Kagan. Oh, thank you. I, I know exactly it's, who that guy uh, yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Can you cover the girls' fights before we started? I'm it's like, it's well, studio. no, we're not just going to skip a fight like out of spite. I know. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you, though, man. Uh, I, the gr- I would say a lot of the times the girl fights are more entertaining than the guy fights. Yeah. A lot of times they are, for sure. They get after it, man. Yeah. They're, they're feisty. They're ready to fight, ready to scrap. You think because it's less technique and it's just more people just fucking willing to go for it? Or I think it's You think the punching power is often way more technical because they don't try to get away with speed and strength like most Sometimes. men do. Sometimes they just drop yeah, their Yeah, absolutely. But on a grand scheme of things, girls are, I would say, in my opinion, they are more technical because they don't try to get away with the physical attributes that most men try to get away with. Right. But a lot of times, I, wouldn't, I would say they lose their composure in a sense and they just want to get after it yeah. you know they, they, they throw technique out the window whether they have it or not they just throw it out the window and they're like let's, let's go you just ruined my mascara let's get it do you it. think also like they're not afraid of the punching power sometimes so it's, that, it's that hard. I mean girls hard, it. have a harder time knocking each other out I yeah. mean some of them get, get it but for the most part guys are always usually, for the most part the best guys the top guys at the division can knock anybody out the girls, it's like all it, they usually always either finish with a submission or they go the rounds. It's yeah. very rare where you see a girl just get. I think most guys out. are waiting for a wardrobe malfunction when they uh, watch the girls. Those guys are idiots, but I but, honestly yeah. think that they really like like these two. Like they have on this undercard now. They have they've had two girl fights. They should have put one of them on the main card. Uh, I just think for ratings purposes and for to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, they had, a, they had a women's fight on two hundred and they put it as the featured prelim. Yeah. Cats and Gano and Julia. Yeah, yeah. What other sport is there? What other sport entertainment is there? Correct myself. That actually has women as the main event. You know what I mean? They don't. Exactly. Other than Wimbledon. Right. Look, look at like the like I, it might be different than what you're pointing out, but like 
Look at the ratings between people watching the NBA and the WNBA. It's like nobody yeah. really pays attention to girls' yeah. basketball anymore. And it's been around for, I don't know, 20 years now? You should lower the baskets so the girls can dunk on each other. Lisa Leslie could dunk. She was I know, but there's, 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 like, there's a couple girls that could dunk, but if there were more chicks dunking on each so other. So we should have a seven-and-a-half-foot rim? Yeah. And, just, and they just coming down a lane and just smash them. Really, <laughs> you tell me you wouldn't want to watch that? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely. Should or like an all-star weekend, like a female dunk contest, yeah, female three-point shootout. I, that I, would be pretty cool. Honestly, I think that's the problem. You I know what? We're going to start our own Let's league. Let's go. <laughs> I think Let's if the it. hoops were lower and chicks were just fucking... Slamming on each other, I would be more entertained. But well, I now the rounds is one to one. By it's the way, one one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chu Kagan just lost that round. Yeah, I feel like the girls sometimes even in basketball like have better technique. Like in fighting, you know, sometimes you oh, see the better point t- contest. The girls always win. They have they they have like better shooting techniques and whatnot. And I think in the girls fighting, like yeah, there's some brawlers and stuff like that. But they have like they That's have to hu- pay attention to technique because they're always with guys in training. That's Lauren's husband, by the way, who I think is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. On the left. On the left. Okay. I I always think it's weird. Like uh, I wonder if I would want to have like my my wife. Or, uh, you know, your, your girlfriend. I think it would be a sense of motivation. You know, you, you? Never, you never want to lose in front of your significant other. You know what I mean? You, even, I mean, even to get the girl, you want to be the guy that's, like, whipping everyone's ass in basketball. You know, you see a hot chick. Me, at least back in my high school days, we would have big basketball games on the end of the weekend. Like, yeah. You know, we would, we would go to the courts, and that's where we all hung out at, the basketball courts. And when that chick showed up that was bad, you were like, yo, 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 give me the rocks. <laughs> give me the rocks. Like, you just, yeah, you just trying to. Comedy in the same way. I've, I remember watching. I love Godfrey, but there was. I remember at the, being at the Boston Comedy Club, and Godfrey's one of my favorite comedians. But he's sitting there, and he's sitting on the stool, just fucking around. It's a bunch of dudes, and like four hot chicks come in, and all of a sudden he's on his feet doing his best of. Like, like, it's, it's always motivation, man. You look in the crowd, you see hot chicks, you want to be funnier. You just yeah. you're when never, you're on the football team, and the cheerleaders come out, you're like, yeah, I got. I'm the captain of the team, type of shit. You right. got you got to be the guy. So when you're in there fighting, and you know, even if you're even if you're already married, you're still trying to impress. But you see you're, that guy on the Ultimate Fighter impress. finale who's like. Told his mom to shut up. Khalil yeah. Roundtree. Yeah. 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 He's like, shut up, mom. Well, some, shut I, up. With the mom, that can be a, a little bit like, um, <laughs> I wouldn't say depressing, but it, it, it would be a little bit like, stop trying to, you're screaming in a sense where you like are worried. And I'm okay, so just relax. Like, don't don't say anything. Let me do what I'm doing. But do you think saying "shut up, mom, shut up" is the way to do it? No, but in that moment, he's not thinking about the most polite way to say. He's trying to end what she's doing. Would you tell your mom to shut up? Never. I got a black mom like that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) then he had a black mom too, right? Yeah, maybe. Even like, what would your mom do if you you said "shut up, mom" during a fight? What would your mom do? She wouldn't do anything during a fight, but afterwards, I would. She would definitely have a. Now that I'm older, she. I mean, (laughs) nothing she can do can hurt me, but she would definitely. Let me know that she was extremely disappointed in the way that I talked to her. Mom, mom, when, uh, when I was mom, younger, she would try to beat my ass. What's yeah. Mama Jenkins like? Mama Jenkins is real chill, man. She's always <laughs> laughing, always cool, always. You can hear her across the room because she's always laughing. She, she listens to the podcast, right? Yeah, she listens to the podcast. She That's tells so. me when I cuss too much and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, she's still. That, that job never. You can never retire from being a parent. You know, as, as old as they get, as uh, old my as mom I am. I retired when I was three. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her since. So, <laughs> I don't know about. There are you're, a lot of people who retire. How about you're not supposed to retire? Okay, you're, you're not supposed to. But I, I think with, with the. With the 
boyfriend, girlfriend, old. wife, mom, like whole thing. Like there's two two incidents that I remember. One was Demetrius Johnson's wife when he was defending the title or about to win the title, and Matt Hughes was sitting next to her. And after the fight, Matt told DJ like, "Damn, your wife is loud. Like she's getting crazy." And even on the Ultimate Fighter to what get did, in there, what did Johnson say to Matt Hughes? What did uh, Demetrius yeah. say after? He was like, "Yeah, I know she's okay, really yeah, loud, yeah, but." Yeah. Like, on The Ultimate Fighter, the first episode this season to get into the house, Josh Stansberry's girlfriend was in the stands, and that's a small gym. You've been in it. You know how it's not that big. And he, she's screaming at the top of her lungs from the bleachers, kill him, murder him, fuck him. Like, I'm a- like, that, that, that's crazy. But then to your point, you know, we had Colleen on, and she said, I don't have Josh cornering me. I don't corner Josh. And Josh was in the back of the room, and you're walking by like, what the hell are you doing back There's here? There's a point where it's obnoxious. I, you know, I understand... Like you said, this guy is a brown belt, her husband. He knows who he's talking about. He's, he's, he's in the gym with her. You know, he knows what she's going to do. Same thing can be said for Tate and Caraway and other couples. But when you have somebody like, let's say, your mom or, or your yeah, friend you're like you or said. you're that, and then we're just yelling shit, like, get up, and there's a <laughs> Division One wrestler on top of you, it could be like, shut the fuck up. Like, what do you think I'm trying to do? Like, you think I'm just trying to lay here? Like, <laughs> like I would like to see you fucking on top, uh, have a Division One wrestler on top of you, grinding you out, or, you know, like that. There is something. And the worst now, it's like, I was at the Ultimate Fighter Thursday night, at fight night, and there was this guy in the back that was yelling. It was some roid rager guy with a tank top that was yelling some shit like, kill him, get him, come on, motherfucker. And it was other people were yelling "shut up" to him, and women were yelling "shut up" to him, which I, I happen to like because a guy says "shut up," then there's going to be a fight or something, or something's going to go down. Did a girl you see what he looked like? This guy was like, was it Greg Wilson? No, he, <laughs> he made Wilson. He made this guy made Greg Wilson look like Joanna uh, uh, Joanne Calderwood. I, I mean, that's uh, just quiet, quiet as hell. I mean, wow. this, this guy, I was, it was so obnoxious, and. You know, I know they're saying, look, it's a sport. They paid their ticket. It's 15, you know, in football you can do it. In basketball people yell shit. In baseball. But I don't know. For the most part, I've probably been to about 50 fights in my life. Maybe less, but maybe like say 30 fights. The crowds are usually pretty cool. Like the crowds are pretty informed. The crowds are pretty respectful. And when you have someone like that, they stand out as like an an idiot. And you're just like, come on. By the way, Lauren Murphy, so who wins this round? I think if she gets this takedown, she wins. If she doesn't, she loses. I I give it to Lauren based on pressure. Based on yeah. her, her Lauren's, Lauren's got a lot more damage on her though. Like, uh, it doesn't look like she's even But this round, this I mean, this is a very tough round to score. Yeah. I mean, I would yeah. hate to be a judge in this round. Yeah. And the fact that she got off, banged off, I think she's gonna win the, the Seven and zero, Caitlin. Chew Kagan. I, I feel so bad for Lauren because all her if she loses this will be the third loss she had in her last six fights where it's like this, where you could argue she won. And granted, then you've got to go, well, Lauren, stop losing to the judges. But at the same time, you know, if she doesn't have, like, one-punch knockout power, Chad Mendez knocking power or something, like, you, it's like, it's a, t- a tough situation. I, yeah, she lost that fight. You think she lost that fight? <laughs> yeah. The way they just showed all they're these just highlights. Showing, they're showing the other girls' highlights, though. Yeah. But no, she lost that. Fight. Now, by the way, Bubba, you know, normally on this podcast, right? You, uh, you're a very confident human being. You're probably yes. the most confident person I've met, and, it's, and it works for you. Yes. Okay. I'll say. You, you Yo, I feel like I got to put on my shades for whatever you're about to say. I just, I just feel. Is like, he throwing shade at you? I don't know what's going on, but I no, just got to put we on were my at shades. At the UFC, at the fight together. Yes. And Chad Mendez was two rows above. 
And I said to you, do you no, think- no, he wasn't above. He was a row over. A row over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Look at no, it looks like yeah, it looks like uh, Caitlin Caitlin's won. got this. Although, I mean, we thought Lauren lost round one, and you go on total strikes. Who thought Lauren, Lauren lost round one? Oh, no, no. Uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah I yeah, thought yeah. Lauren lost round one. Yeah, you thought Lauren lost round one. Yeah, but you didn't. Uh, well, because she's been on the podcast. And we, <laughs> she, she comes to my comedy shows, and we text back and forth. And, and the decision cool. goes to? Hopefully, Lauren. Please go, Lauren. Yeah, we want Lauren to win, but, you know, we don't always get what we want. Ah, uh, they gave it to Kaylin. <laughs> Damn. They didn't give it to Kaylin. Kaylin took it. All right, Kaylin took it. Fine. All right. I feel like they need to show the scores when they show this unanimous decision. They never do that. Yeah, because well, we got it on mute. We got it on mute. No yeah, but even so... I kind of like it. ridiculous, then then you can be like, oh, that's crap. But if it was like, you know, 29, 28, 29, you know, you so, can. But, but, but back to what I was saying. Yes. Uh, I got my shades on. So for this. Chad Mendez was next to us. Right. And I said, do you think you could beat Chad Mendez? And you said, not yet. Right. Is that true? Um, I probably said that at the time out of respect and to not always seem so cocky, you know? Right. I, I, I often like to humble myself when it comes to questions like that with with guys around my caliber you know I, I never want to be so overconfident that i'm mistaken for being this arrogant asshole you know but i do feel like uh you know i need a little bit more striking to be able to beat him just a little bit more i mean i would say that he's been striking for maybe a year and a half longer than me um well, now maybe even longer maybe even longer well, now so. he's suspended for what uh he got popped for steroids hgh hgh which is crazy because a guy like that, no matter how much ACH he's dig, he's not going to grow. <laughs> I'll be here all week. But, uh, stratosphere. Uh, no, so, uh, but, but, yeah, so. Uh, no, I do feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm also a realist. I, I'm not going to lie. You know me. I'm not a liar. But you know Chad Mendes I mean? got knocked out by, um, he got knocked out by McGregor. He got stopped by him. He got knocked out by Edgar. Frankie Edgar. Oh, mm-hmm. He got knocked uh, out by Aldo. Your, I mean, your double leg, your wrestling is better than him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, his striking you know, I think you actually have more, uh, more. I have more options, have and more I'm fluent. Strikes, yep. Like your yep. your your reverse kicks to a, uh, crazy punches. And by yeah. the way, Cain Velasquez did that thing that you did. Actually, yep. he, did a, he did he did spinning back kick, spinning back a lot kick of to, on a, it. to a combination. Yeah, he may have more one punch knockout power than you. I don't know. I can't say that. You so so you think you beat Mendes? Uh, like I said, I think I need a little bit more striking because. Um, in order for me to land the punch that I want to land, I have to be able to get into the pocket and, and stay, you know, stay out of where his power, where he's most powerful. Okay, so Dana White calls you up tomorrow. It yes. says, Bubba Jenkins, Chad Mendez, it was a false positive. He's fighting at UFC 204. We want you to fight Chad Mendez. You got damn right. You take the fight. I'm taking the fight. And, and how are you I'm hyping taking- this fight? I'm going to just tell him I'm a better wrestler than him. I'm more handsome than he is. And I'm the new guy coming to steal the sun, sunlight that he's got. So you could beat him? Yeah. I, that's what I would tell him, yes. And, and, and deep down, you would think? And in eight weeks, I would be able to beat him. In eight weeks? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes. I like it. In a, in a camp, when I'm preparing for someone in a camp, I do feel like, no matter who it is, if you told me, like, so you say, you think you can beat him? If I had to be like, oh, right now, at the, at the LA UFC event, I would be like, ah, oh, I'd probably so need Jose more Aldo. Who's uh, the one forty-five pound Man, champion? All those tough interim, champion. interim champion. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa! All right, so calm Dan- down, Connor. All right, so Dana White calls you up, right? And wants me to fight Aldo. Says, I'm taking the fight because of what the 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 benefits to winning if I ha- if I happen to win and the and the downfall to losing if I happen to lose. But right now, man, he he's hard, extremely hard to take down. Although I do say I I'm the only one in the game that can take him down. 
I do feel like I can take him down. And I'm seeing everyone try and try and try. And he's just walking out of it. And there's just there's not different levels to being able to take him down. Like they're that they don't have different levels to going to that extra extra different attempt to take him down. And I do feel like I I have that, especially with him not being such a, you know, I mean he's got good submissions, but not being this threatening threatening killer. Of uh, a guillotine guy, you so know. So UFC I mean? 206, you take the fight. I take the fight, absolutely. and you beat him. Ah man, I can't. I, Come I on, I can't dude, say that. I'm, See, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. You a softball here. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I just took a ball. Then I'm a realist. I don't feel like, especially off the performance with Edgar, I feel like he's he's ahead of me right now for sure, for sure. But I can't say that this time next year. I will not be able to say that. Yeah, right. but don't you think with the way that Mark Hominick took him down, and I know it was a while ago, but he got him down easy, you'd get Aldo down pretty oh, yeah. easy. And I know you could keep the pressure on him and throw shots from the top, and he's never really yeah, been a submission round, guy off his back. Aldo, every round starts on your feet, and he's a deadly man, you know, with good knees, good hands, good kicks. So Conor McGregor. I beat Conor. You beat Conor. <laughs> I beat Conor. I agree. What, what I, round? I beat, uh, I would I would grind him out, so I would do it in the third or fifth or whatever you call it, because I would take him down and I would never let him up. You don't think maybe he hits too hard for these guys at one forty five? I know that he would struggle making forty five now these days, so I know that that's what the later the round, the later the fight, the better it is, as you know, as D has proved. But I would try to drown him, drown him, drown him. CB, and then, you hear what he's talking about? Your hero right now, man. Yeah. You hear this? Connor's not my hero. You have five tattoos of him. <laughs> but he's not my hero. Okay, he's a guy you look up to. He's a Connor's fighter that boy. I like. He's your boy. Just he's, you he's know, what? he's your boy. He's, he's your a- favorite fighter. I'm listening to a bum talking about going against Connor as a basic. <laughs> Everything about you is basic. You want to wrestle? I wrestle my balls on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so thank I'm, God Greg's not here to tell me I suck. <laughs> All right, I like it. So you think the only guy in the world that you're sure can beat you or would would probably beat you is Jose Aldo? Yeah, man. You know what? I, I also think that. In that line that I have to catch up to is Max Holloway. I think I would have to catch up to Max Holloway. He's he's extremely good. He can take a punch. He's lengthy. He's got some good jujitsu. I'd have to catch up to him. I think I'm. I mean, these guys have been fighting way longer than I've been fighting. You know what I mean? So I yeah, think I got wrestling. You were three since I was nine. You're nine, and your father was a state champ wrestler. Yes, right? Two time state champ. Yeah, but he wasn't around to teach me how to wrestle. That's the reason why. But you have it in your blood, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody... But the thing about it is it's not wrestling. And the guy right now that's the Olympic... U.S. Olympic guy you beat on a week notice. I beat two of them. You beat... What's that guy's name? Frank Molinari? Molinari. Frank Molinaro. You beat... And you were smoking pot the the day of the match. Um... No, no, I, not the day of. <laughs> the day before. That might have been around the time that I quit, but... Okay. I hopped off the couch, and I probably you was... You hopped off the couch yeah. and beat the guy repping yeah. the U.S. Hopped, Olympic yeah. team. You beat Jordan Burroughs. Yeah. I beat two of our Olympic six starters. So, I, I don't know. I'm betting on you. I'm betting on me, too. The I only thing that I can beat you, Bubba, is, is you. And Thank you, Adam. And that's like... For, I appreciate For example, that. like, con- stay away from Connor's right hand. And I, I, I do worry that you'll go, I could take his fucking right hand. No, see, I'm a realist. That's the thing. That's the thing. I, I wouldn't test myself on that. I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't go until where they're strong at. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, I think I could stand really? up with Connor. Georgie Karakanyan. But I'm also strong in wrestling, so I would take him down yeah. with the attempt to try to beat him up. I, if I'm going against his submissions, like I did with Guy Uriyamochi, yeah. he's 19-2. No, we still can't with, get that name right. With 
Yes, I can't get his name right. But he's 19-2 and two with like 16 submissions, 14 of them in the first round. My thing was, fuck it. I'm a wrestler. I got to take him down and, and prove to myself and to this crowd that I'm a better MMA artist than he is as far as being able to stop his submissions and, and get my wrestling on. So that's what I did. And that's what the plan was against Georgie, even though there's a better blueprint to beating Georgie. Yeah, right. Of course. Meanwhile, right now, Louis Smolka is putting a bulking. Uh, yeah, he is putting a beat down on Ben. You're lucky he's winning because I'm going to say y'all, y'all look like brothers. Yeah. Uh, he, people, say, people say I look like so many do. Ariel Helwani, Carlos Condit, Dan Hardy, a mixture of the three, Faraz Sahabi's little brother. There, there's so many. Well, if Dan Hardy had sex with Smolka and Ariel's Oh, shit. Oh, shit. oh uh, Louis Smolka is... They would is, make you. He's, he's he, is, he is legit, too. Yeah, no, he's beating the hell out of this kid. But he's also... I mean, he's a good fighter. Uh, he's from Hawaii. Those Hawaiian kids, man. They're, they're tough as hell, these Hawaiian kids. Those kids in another country. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that before, how, like... Obviously, Hawaii is part of America. Alaska is considered part of America. But when you meet someone, they're like, oh, I'm Hawaiian. They don't say I'm American. They're, uh, even... Uh, I guess Puerto Rico is now considered part of America. Like, yeah. how, why is that? Well, it's been a it's been a territory of the United States for years. Yeah, but, you, but, 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 but they say, don't say. But you still say that that Hawaiian kid. You know, they yeah. want to be different. Is that they what want it is? to be recognized as something foreign? So they say I'm Hawaiian. Well, right now he's beating the shit out of Ben again, right? Ben Nguyen, Ben Ten. Ben, ben, ben 10 Nguyen. Is he good, Ben 10 Nguyen? He's, he's pretty he's, good. He's good, but he ain't, now. <laughs> he ain't too tough tonight. Smolka's fucking him up, but yeah. dude, he was landing shots in the first round on the ground. It was just like... Yeah, we were having crazy. a, a, a uh, press conference between two Titan FC guys, Shorty, uh, Jose Torres, and uh, Abdiel. I heard, I heard some of the podcasts. Abdiel I mean, some, of the, <laughs> some of the press conferences. I, I know. We got to figure out the, the how to do... By the next podcast, we'll be able to do it better, right? Everyone has to have Skype. Who didn't have Skype? Oh, so they're both gonna lose. Yeah, but we've done press conferences before on Skype where they both didn't have Skype. It, it, it can't be done, and, and we were. Listen, you cannot be on the what? MMA Roasted podcast if you don't have Skype. No, How no, about that. What were you saying? You're speaking Chinese, but, but but you can do it for me, Joe. All right. How much? How much would it be? Fifty bucks. All right, all right, we'll, we'll get it done. See, that's why, people, we are on Tip a Fighter, okay? Tip a Fighter. Nice uh, you could, uh, Adam Hunter, you could donate to Adam Hunter. I am the only f- a guy who's not on, who's not a professional fighter on Tip a Fighter, but I'm a fighter of life, okay? And uh, I'm a comedian fighting for a cause. Uh, we're also fighting for this podcast, make it the best damn podcast ever. We, we were at Fox Sports, Triangle. and then we were at Sa- Sideshow. Now we're doing it out of my apartment, which I think is much better. I mean, right now we're watching the UFC live while doing it, but I'm on Tip of Fighter, so if you want to donate to the podcast, donate to me, you could throw me some cash, and I will gladly take it. This now, Periscope thing is killing me, by the what way. What do you mean? I'm getting tweets from people saying that I'm beating up Ben 10 right now. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, so it looks like, yeah, so Louis Smolka is a great fighter. He had one fight, I think it was UFC Ireland, where he landed that crazy, I think he landed was that. Was it Sweet Chin Music? Yeah, he landed that Shawn Michaels kick. Didn't he also beat Patty Houlihan? Yeah, that was, against, that was against, against Patty no, Houlihan. No, I think it was a different fight. Yeah, this kid Smolka is a very underrated fighter. For a number 12 guy, he's performing like, 
Well, you know, this dude ain't gonna make it out of this round. No, it looks like he kind of wants a way out too. It looks like he's ready to tap, and I don't blame him. Well, no, he got out. You never know, man. I still don't think he's gonna make it out of this round. He's, yeah, his his head is down. He's getting beat up. Louis Smoka is a beast. So yeah. now, uh, the Australian well, card. By the way, if you, you, by the way, people listening, do you guys like the uh, the uh, the fight friendship? It's not a fight companion. The fight friendship that's going on right now. The fight along. If you do, oh gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh! Please help him. They stopped. They, they stopped the fight. The, the fight could have been stopped a little earlier, I think. Well, it's Herb Dean, so you know he's going to give you your, every opportunity to try to survive. Unless you're Uriah Faber uh, against Barrow. Stick your thumb up. And he gave him a thumbs up, and uh, yeah. So yeah, Ben. Now, now, what are they saying to you right now? So right now, okay. Ben again. Oh no, that's that's Smoka. That's Smoka. That's Smoka. But when a guy gets up after taking a beating like that. What exactly is... Do you know where you are? I mean, I have never taken a beating like that where I like needed to get up. I mean, my first loss was pretty bad, but I was more tired than like taking yeah. a beating. Um, they're asking you, are you okay? Do you know where you are? How many fingers am I holding up? You know, is there anything seriously wrong? And Yeah. More times than not, It'd you be just, funny if they had, if they like, just pissed. Like, I, I probably couldn't have that job because I would like finger some chick and be like, what does it smell like? And then like <laughs> hold up to the guy's nose and... <laughs> You'd be like, hey, that smells like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I was like uh, coaching wrestling, um, sometimes when a kid's hurt, I try to make him laugh during a match, yeah. and I'm like, uh, "Well, you're a comedian. I yeah, can yeah. see you doing that." Yeah, yeah, but I also want to, you know, I want to loosen them up a little bit, you know, like because a lot of times when you're dealing with middle school kids, it's the initial they think they're a lot more hurt than they are. In my experience coaching, the kids that are like, "Coach, I'm okay. Put me back in," and their fingers off. Like falling off, I'm like, no, no, you're you're not okay. It's the ones that start crying immediately, and it's like a baby. A baby falls down. If you go, oh my god, you okay? The baby's gonna cry more. And same with middle school kids. And even though they're young, it's like they're not really hurt. They just never, they never fell that way before. They're shot. They got, they got the wind knocked out of them. So I have my job is to not react in a way where they're going to, you know, flip out. Freak out. Remember, you came, Bubba came and helped me coach. First practice we had of the season. That was one of the funniest things. Yo, kid got thrown on his back bad, yeah. like like five-point throw. Yeah, and then you're like, practice is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at that point. But it was so funny. It was also funny that, like, those kids had no idea who you were. Like, they t- like to them, you were just, like, the, the, just a regular coach coming in to help out. You know, they had no idea that, you know, you were NCAA champion, what, three-time state, state champion in Virginia? One time, one time state champion, uh, but it was it was it was cool. It was cool having you there. And you were trying to teach to your that. super duck, and that was actually too complicated for most of them. I think one yeah, or two well, kids it's got it. It's a complicated it. move. Yeah, it is a complicated move. It looks yeah. easier than it actually is. It looks a lot easier. I make it look that way. No, that's true. Anything you do, that's a problem with comedy. When you, when you get a really good comic, uh, and sometimes I consider myself a really good comic, uh, when you get a good comic, you're having a really good set, everyone thinks they can do it. Because... A professional makes things look easy. It's when it's when people are struggling that you're like, I don't know, I can do this. I used to get mistaken for like being lazy and like not really going hard and taking time off or like just kind of being like I'm not really putting too much effort in it. And and it's like I cannot have won the things that I have won if that's the way I always train. If you think that I'm being lazy or you think that I'm taking time, I'm not giving my best. It's more than likely it's because either I'm hurt. 
or I'm making it look extremely easy. But there were times, though, in your career that you said that you actually were being lazy. Yeah, the, that, those, those are not the times I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about like when someone literally comes up to me or has, has heard, hey, man, I, I've heard you don't train that hard. I heard you don't work out that hard. If it was in the time period that I was actually not training hard and I just kind of really didn't want to be there, then I can understand that. But when it's like over and over and a part of my career, it's like, There is no, nobody that is a college understand. All-American. Even, not even, in D1, D2, or D3 that got that way by being lazy. It's just, it's just not. It's not, it's not possible. Yeah, Unless not possible. possibly in the heavyweight division in a weaker weight class where, you know, you get some of these big football. Shout outs to the heavyweights, but the heavyweights is always the weakest division. You think so? I know so. More repeat heavyweight champions than any other weight. Either the athlete wins more times than not. Or the other guy's just too fat. But I was in college, and when I was in college, it was, there was a 118 division. Now I think it's 125 is the lightest, right? Yeah. You, you think it's heavyweight is harder yeah, than 118? The 118s are scrappy as hell. I mean, But there aren't that many guys that are 118 in college. Yeah, well, that goes to the, quali- the quantity of it, not the quality. The quality is what I lack and what I, what I seem to see that is lacking in the heavyweight, heavyweight division. division. Yeah. That's why well, there's so many repeat champions in that way. Also, you know, you're a heavyweight guy, and you could, like... Most of the guys are on the football yeah, you're field. You're like, listen, I could I could go into wrestling, and at the at, at the very best make the Olympic team, which is one guy or two guys, and even then you make the Olympics, you're not going to make be any a thousand money. air. You know, you could be a thousand air, <laughs> yeah. or I can be, take my big ass. Or to I it. could be the worst player on the Giants. I could make the Giants practice squad and be a millionaire and make how much more money do you think they make the Giants practice squad than the Olympic gold medalist in wrestling? What? Well, if you're the face like Jordan Burroughs, you're making pretty good money. But I still think... If you're the heavyweight, well, uh, which I guess is this year with Kyle Snyder, it's one thing. But if, but it, yeah, the but, practice but, squad players make okay, more money. Okay, but Steve Mako, the year that he made the Olympics. Practice squad player is probably practice making... Practice squad giants. He's probably making 200, 300,000 more. More. Than Mako. Yeah, so you're like, why am I doing this? I mean, more. especially in college where you're, you're supposed to line up the rest of your life. You know, it's, 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 it's kind of shitty because... Wrestling is such a hard sport. It's such a great sport. It's a character-building sport for men and women. I mean, I've never had anybody go through a wrestling season and said, I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed that I did that. Or I, I, I regret doing that. At the very least, you're going to be, even the worst wrestler on my team is proud of himself. And more than likely won a match. I don't think I've ever had a kid not win a match that would wrestle the entire middle school, like 6th, 7th, and 8th. I've never had a kid not win a match. Uh, you know, in, in fact, this kid Carlos, who didn't win a match in 6th grade, didn't win in 7th grade, quit the team, I got him to come back, won the tournament, and is now one of the better kids in high school wrestling. <laughs> it, it's just a matter of, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things that you just can't... Same with jiu-jitsu. Although I just feel like jiu-jitsu... Uh, it's not done at the same type of level in high school, especially. This is not like competitive jiu-jitsu. There's a tournaments and stuff you can go to, but it's not like it is wrestling. Yeah, there's no teams. For no it. teams. Yeah. You know. Uh, so Kyle Noak is fighting Keita Nakamura. Is he good, this guy? Who Keita? Yeah. He's he's right. I think I think Noak's got his number. Uh, one of the interesting things that I just read on Twitter from the Smoker fight, because uh, Demetrius is injured, not a 201. Smoker wants Wilson Hayes for the interim title. 
I think it's a good fight. Why does he get an interim title? The guy. I don't think there's going to be an interim title. Yeah. But he's saying, you know, if they make one, they are. They already. Are, first, they said they're going to postpone Wilson Hayes DJ, and then they're saying, okay, we want to fight for Hayes. And uh, Smolka just called him out. Interim title or not, I think Smolka Hayes is a great fight. It is a great fight, but it's not. A, it's not. DJ isn't always hurt. No, and I don't think he's going to be out for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, when somebody gets injured, these fighters are like, let's bring in an interim title because sometimes they bring it in and it's like the stupidest reason or the stupidest time to bring in an interim title when you really don't need one. Yesterday, Joe asked me a good question. He said, do you think it's better to have a dominant champion or have, like, uh, the champion, like, in the women's division keep changing every fight? And I, I say, that like, the women's division because case being, like, Demetrius Johnson is fighting Wilson Hayes. Is anybody excited for that fight, or is it inevitable? No, and it's that, co- and it's uh, co-main. And it's inevitable that DJ's going to win. He might not win. There's always th- crazy things that have happened in MMA, but the way that he's dominating right now. But what are your options? Like when you're a dominant champion and you're looking at it as far as like being a fan, what are the options of having a dominant champion? He might get caught. He might slip up and lose. But more than likely, he's going to win. What are the other options? It's like. Who else is he going to fight next? Who's next for Dominic Cruz or, or Demetrius Johnson? You know, things like that. It's like it, it becomes very boring and mundane and repetitive, you know? Yeah. But when it comes to the women's division of how it's changing, it's like, you know, I think this next girl can beat Amanda. I think that girl, I think she could, I don't think that Amanda has done enough to be able to stick with the belt for, right. I mean, there's so many options of what can happen, or even in the which guys makes it right more now, entertaining. Even the guys, I mean, you got like the 185 division. Yeah. You got Jacare. Makes it more entertaining. Jacare, that's what yeah. I understand. Like Plus, Jacare, Weidman, and Rockhold. And even Romero now and, and, and Romero Bisping. And all have a very good shot of beating Bisping, which is why I don't understand why they're giving Hendo. Well, I've said the top five, I think, but beat Bisping. But just think about this as like in, in basketball. Sorry to interrupt you, but just think about this in basketball. The Western Conference next year is going to be the weakest and the most boring regular season there is because we all know that the Warriors, the Warriors are, are coming out of, the, out of the West. Like, it's a dominant team. So it's, like, real boring, in fact, to, like, even – what are the options? It's going to be the Cavs and the Warriors again like it was for the last two years. You know what I'm saying? So there's no there's no um, variety. No now, yeah, how no frustrating is it for you right now that you – you can argue that Bubba Jenkins right now is the best 145-pounder in Bellator. I could argue that. You could beat any one of these guys. Who's the champion right now? Curran? Daniel Strauss. Daniel Strauss is the champ, okay? Uh, and you trained with him, and you said you used to get the better of him, right? I wouldn't say that. I know. I'm just, I, I, just, I just made that up. All right, <laughs> you so, always make shit like that so up. So Daniel Strauss is the champ, right? So, and then who, who's ranked second? Weichel? Weichel. And ranked third? Pat Curran. Pat Curran. Or Pitbull. Fourth, probably Pitbull, right there. five Pitbull. U. Yeah. And then it was probably, George probably six right now, maybe. Maybe even lower. And then Goethe but, dropped when he beat him. Right, so was, uh, was how hard is it for you knowing that you could have that belt and they're not giving you fights? Oh, it's very frustrating. That's, that's, that's kind of the whole thing about fighting, you know. Most of these fighters know. That's why they always call out someone after the fight because they know that they want that yeah, opportunity. You didn't call anyone out? No, I don't do that. I, so I, you, I respond to people, but I don't call people out. It's who are you? Uh, how are you making money right now? Uh, I haven't been a national champion wrestler, so the fact that, like, Summer season is killing season as far as wrestlers go, and you know I have the ability to be able to coach. So I'm I'm, I'm doing camps and. But does that bother? I mean, like LeBron James, like the fifth best player on, oh, like, yeah. like you know, yeah. on on like the Knicks right now. Let's 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 call divisions teams because you can't say that you're not the fifth best guy in the sport because you know the fifth best guy in the NBA versus let's say the fifth best guy in the Knicks 
isn't having to go to camps right now to make money. No. It, so that well, helped. But hopefully with but the rebuying, with the buying of um, the UFC and stuff like that, I, I hope it changes the platform of fighter pay all across the board. Um, maybe they'll set an example with their marketing and their people to say this is what fighters are worth, especially when it's selling for $4 billion, that, okay, this is what fighting is worth to us because we paid $4 billion for it. What is it worth to the fighters? How much can we get out of the fighters or how much can we pay the fighters if we're going to spend $4 billion to get them? Right. Right, yeah, and I think a lot of fighters, I think Ally Quinta said after that, he was like, wow, I guess we were worth a lot more. Uh, I guess we all should have been paid a lot more after that $4 billion, you know. You well, know. I think that the thing with the comparison to other sports is, you know, at the end when, when the Cavs won and whatever, you know that there's another NBA season coming. It's a guarantee, so the guys on those teams are guaranteed to play, whereas fighters, you know, whether record, wins, losses, anything, you're not really guaranteed tomorrow. There's no insurance. Bubba breaks his leg right now. Well, that's one of the things you know, that they were saying about the UFC is like a lot of guys will go through the end of their camps injured because if they tell them they're injured, the insurance doesn't pay. If they say they got injured in the fight, the insurance pays. So especially when it's, there's a team sport that's a guarantee and a single sport where it's a one-on-one all the time, it goes back to the whole champion thing too. It's like, you know, would you see the shuffle because then you see more people and then more people are guaranteed fights instead of like when Ronda was champion and it's, well, what tomato can is going to hey, be Hey, is this Tara LaRosa? Okay, we are talking to Tara LaRosa right now, one of the, uh, <laughs> one of the female... Close the door. She's one of the, uh, the, the pioneers of women's MMA. You are a legend <laughs> in the sport. You have victories over Alexis Davis. You have a victory over uh, Roxanne Matafari. You got a victory over Julie Kedzie. You've beaten a lot of girls. I've beaten a lot of people, yes. Yes. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? Good. You're here with me. It's me, Bubba, Adam Hunter. I'm here with CB Gold and Bubba Jenkins. What's up, guys? Yes. So where, What's up? So where are you living right now? <laughs> uh, nothing. We were supposed to have a uh, training tonight, but we had a massive, crazy storm earlier and all the power's out. So uh, where, do you li- uh, where, where do you live? Well, now I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, nice. And yeah. I'm in St. Louis. Yes. With a gun yeah. playing it rain all day. Now, Tyra, you got a record of 22 and 5. You've, uh, you've beaten a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of good chicks. Now, are you training for a fight? You got a fight coming up? I'm hoping. I'm really, really hoping. I can't get anything. I'm having the worst friggin' time getting any kind of fight. I don't know why. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've... In, I haven't... Fought for Invictus since 2014. Since I fought Roxanne last time, uh, I've been hitting up Bellator. I've been hitting up Titan. I've been hitting up RFA, King of the Cage, some binky ass little show here called Shamrock FC, which is kind of a joke. <laughs> right. Um. And then no, nobody. Everybody's like, oh well, we'll put you on a list, or well maybe we we might be able to use you in November. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? Is what it, the hell? Why do I gotta sit here? I've been, I had the whole last year off. I won my last fight, which was last May, and it went real well. I mean, I was going to drop down to one fifteen, but I had some trouble back home. My folks in the farm and everything, so I had to go home and help them. Now but, you uh, I'm so back. people, I'm people out there, you're listening. Tara Larosa needs a fight. Tweet out. <laughs> Tweet Sean Shelby. Okay. Tweet uh, yeah. Scott Coker. 
Tweet Jeff Aronson. Uh, tweet who else is out there? Tweet Shannon Knapp. Say we yeah, want to see yeah. Tara Larosa. This is bullshit. Okay, this chick out here. <laughs> now, I, I was looking at some of the things. So you grew up in uh, New Jersey, right? Yeah. You grew up in New Jersey. Uh, you grew up on, on, a, on a farm. Yeah, I did. I know. I know. Farms in Jersey. Yeah, there's farms in Jersey. In my part in South Jersey, there's farms. Yes. Now, okay. <laughs> so you you uh, you uh, grew up on a farm, and then you got into you were uh, obsessed with Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> that was uh, now. Did other now were your parents like? Why aren't you into cheerleading and soccer and Barbies? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Like all right. So when I was born, my mom wanted to name me Scarlett after Scarlett O'Hara in Gone with the Wind. Yeah. And my dad was like, um, no. <laughs> so she named me Tara instead, which is the name of the plantation in Gone with the Wind. So honestly, with like, I have really dark brown hair and like blue eyes. She really wanted a Vivian Lee. Like she, she really wanted a Scarlett O'Hara in the beautiful dresses and prim and proper and all of that. Like, oh God, I've gone so far awry. <laughs> I'm such a disappointment. <laughs> no, you're not at all. You're not at all. But, but, but well, you are the name of a plantation, so. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, right? It's cool. But, I don't mind. It's good. <laughs> but your parents, originally, were they like, I mean, you, would, you wanted to do jujitsu and judo, right? And uh, did, did, did you wrestle at all? I, I tried very unsuccessfully. <laughs> it didn't work out well at all. <laughs> right, but but, but you that's got into a, judo that's and a stuff. Up story. <laughs> now, eventually, did your did like were like your parents were they did they think you were going to be a lesbian or? Yes, yes. Like okay, seriously. In two thousand three, um, I was living in North Carolina. I I just dropped out of college to go chase my my dream of MMA and all this shit and everything. And my mom calls me just randomly, just kind of out of the blue. She didn't really have anything to talk about, or at least I didn't think she did. And she was like, hey. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, um, long pause, long silence. Are you gay? <laughs> just that. I'm, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I, I like pulled the phone away from my head. I kind of looked at it. I'm like, what the fuck? What? No. <laughs> not that I know of. Thanks that... for asking, though. <laughs> my sister to this day, she still swears that I'm a lesbian. And I'm like, I, I don't know, you know? I don't know. But you've never been with, I mean, have you ever been with a girl before? Um. We can just say I that I'm, I'm the girl and I like so, it. All right, so maybe you're maybe you're bi curious or bi. But you, I'm but, bi curious. I'm what you call hetero flexible. <laughs> hetero flexible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flexible. <laughs> I like that. I, hetero flexible. That's, right? that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> but, I'm hetero flexible. <laughs> but you prefer the D. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. I yeah. like it. I like it. I mean, yeah. obviously I like it, but, but I, that's cool. I, you know. <laughs> you like it too? We, uh, no, no, no. I don't like the D. I, 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 I like the fact that you're <laughs> so open about stuff and that, you know. So, gotcha. 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 Now, uh, now, now your first couple fights, though, I mean, you beat some good girls. I mean, you, you beat a Shayna Baszler in her prime. 
I cleaned out the whole division. Yeah. You cleaned out Back the whole the division. Back in the day, at 135 pounds, I cleaned out the whole division. There was nobody left for me to fight. So that's why I went down to 125. And then, then shit got stupid because Bodog um, ceased to exist. Then I got stuck in some crazy-ass contract with some bullshit promotion. And, you know, I don't know. Things just kind of went awry from there. Yeah, I heard that for a while you had to make a living delivering marijuana. I did. I worked for the biggest medical marijuana distribution company in Seattle. I don't know if they're still the biggest, but they were awesome. Green Ambrosia. I love those guys. They're great. Now, I was you, a weed fairy. Were you, were you smoking a ton back then? Not a ton, uh, but I smoked. Nice. I mean, I still do. Dude, but yeah, I, not much. I mean... Dude, to me, you're I'm like the perfect girl. You, you're I'm, like, you're I'm hot. I shit what people think about it. To me, you're, you're hot, you smoke weed, you like to watch Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I mean, and she can beat people up. I mean, you, and you could beat people up. Like, you should be on The Bachelorette. There'd be a fucking, there'd be 10 million dudes <laughs> out there. Dude, do you have any idea how many matches I have on Tinder? It's insane. <laughs> like. Now, <laughs> are you going on a lot of, a lot of Tinder dates? No, no, it's just I find it kind of amusing. I mean, I know I'm looking for just finding it's kind of difficult. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty specific about what I'm looking for. Now, but, are guys, uh, no, are guys intimidated by you because you're a fighter and you're so strong and you're so <laughs> like are they are they intimidated to like make a first move? Yeah, it's so annoying. It is so annoying. Oh my god. And I always get this I get this. Everybody's all interested in everything. And then they're like, because I, I put on there, I put, I'm a professional athlete. I don't put like, oh, I'm a pro fighter. Or I, I do MMA or BJJ or any of this shit because I know better. After 20 years of it, I know better. So when they do finally ask, they're, oh, what sport? I'm like, <laughs> MMA. And they're like, oh, shit. Are you going to beat me up? <sighs> Yeah, you, you get dumb guys. This is the fucking worst ever. <laughs> I'm, t- you know what? I'm to the point now where somebody says that to me in person. I want to punch you in the face. Like I want to cram my fist down your face so bad it just infuriates me. It's so obnoxious. No, that's annoying. I can see that. And I, you know, yeah. I, I've, I've had sex with like, a couple female fighters, and I was never like that. Just for the record. Um, yeah. <laughs> like honestly, if somebody says that to me, they have no chance of getting laid. Like, no. But, but it's annoying because guys always will probably wait for you to make the first move because they're afraid if, like, they may try, try to kiss you or try to fill you up, you're going to get mad and punch them or, or, or break their uh, arm. Yes and no. Yes and no. I'm, I'm pretty chill. Like, I'm pretty, like, open. Like, about, I joke and laugh and bullshit and whatever. So I'll throw some wild shit out there, like, nice profile. want to fuck. Like, you know. I don't care. I'm just kind of like wild now. I, you no, know, just, just to break the ice because most people are not. Most people are just like, oh, well, what do you think about this weather? I'm just uh, like, oh, my God, shut up. You say Jeez, nice suck. profile, want to fuck. <laughs> it's a shocker, right? No, no. I mean, what a guy, do, do, do the guys say yes to this? or, the, or, the, or the, I, I would assume men are like, sure, come over, right? Now, see, you can gauge somebody's response. You can tell a lot by their response. If somebody's just like, oh, ha, 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 ugh, you're just like, ugh, all right, forget you. 
if they come back with a line just as shocking as that, that's fun. Somebody that can play along, that's cool. And then you go from there and you go through your regular conversation and, right. and decide whatever. So, Bubba, but you can gauge a lot by throwing that shocker out there early. So, Bubba Jenkins, you're, you're on Tinder, okay? Right. You match up with Tyra LaRosa. Right, right. She says, nice profile, <laughs> want to fuck. What do you say back? <laughs> I would say only if I can bring my anal beads. Oh, okay. Really? Oh, I mean, she's looking for shit. something shocking. <laughs> yeah, you would, you would I mean, throw I know in. how to pick up the ladies, so, like, you know, I would throw in only if I can bring my chains, my anal, you know, I don't own anal beads, but she looking, the way she came at me was a position of, like, she wants to see how much of a freak I am. Right. So I got to bring the freak out, baby. But if she says, sure, then you have to bring anal beads? No, I would tell her I'm no, going to no, substitute No, 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 it's, it's just a way to kind of, it, like, gauges your... <laughs> Yes. Your mentality. Basically, I would have hit that. Like no, what I, <laughs> but I mean, that, but if you said something like that, I'd say, oh, okay, this guy's kinky. Or yeah. he's into See, BDSM or something that. like that. I'm like, huh. Tara, right, what I used to do on, on Tinder was I would say, hey, we have, a lot in, we have a lot in common. And they'd be like, oh, really? What? And then I would copy and paste their profile. And then I would just put, we both are a southern girl from LA, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even change the gender. I was just like, they'd be like, okay, this guy's <laughs> retarded. Uh, cool. Okay, so you're single. You're 38 years old. Do you, do you want to have kids one day or no? Not really. I don't think so. Um, everybody wants me to have kids, like my mom, my sister, and my family. And they're like, they'll do anything they can to get me to come back to Jersey. I mean... <laughs> I mean anything. I Okay, so after my last fight, May 15th of last year, I went back home for a few days just to, just to visit, you know, just to hang out. And I drove. Like, I drove from Albuquerque, New Mexico, back home to Jersey, which is 30 hours. Um, so I just had, like, maybe a week's worth of clothes. And I got back, and they're just like, I, I found the farm was in disarray. There was, there was some bad shit going on. But they were just like, hey, could you maybe... Do you think you could help us out for a few weeks? You know, we could really use the help. You know, there there is some bad shit going on. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I hung out for a few weeks, you know, till about the season was over and all that. And then we were having another season come on. And, I mean, they just, they just laid it on thick, like, <laughs> with everything that they could, from guilt trips to threats to, to, anything throwing your keys in the trash (laughs) like all kinds of stuff to make me stay i ended up staying until mid-november wow well i mean they love you and you're also they want and they tried to hook me up with half of south jersey i swear (laughs) to god i swear to god my sister's going through her facebook and like looking at all of her single friends like oh he he likes to do marathons and oh oh this one likes to do mud runs Oh, this one likes hiking. You like hiking? You should you should <laughs> Facebook him. You should date him. Why don't you, why, let me set? This guy's really? got two ears. You Stop got it. two ears. That's Let's really that, that, that's that's actually pretty cute though. I mean, they, they they want you to be home now. When you were training over at Jackson's, were you training with Holly? Yes, yes, I did. And and uh, did you guys spar a lot? Yeah, we did. Sure. How 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 do those sessions go? Great. She's awesome. Fucking Holly is amazing. Right. You know what's really awesome about Holly? Let me tell you a little story. 
me tell you about what, like, this, she's just a good human being. Let me tell you what. I mean, I'm eh, on the human being level. <laughs> eh, I'm mid-grade. But she's a good human being, I think, honestly. So if you've ever seen me fight, you know that my stand-up is not so good. It's not all right. So we're sparring, we're doing, like, stand-up stuff, and I'm there for my ground anyway. This chick could have put me away. She could have put me through the wall, through the floor, nothing but net, like, at any point, at any time that she wanted to. Her stand-up's that good, okay? But she never did. She, she never turned it up on me or anyone else to a point that was in, intolerable or, like, She's a real pro, a real pro, very nice. She's just, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, though, she can get work with anybody. Like, even though my, my stand-up's weird or not as good, she can still get something out of working with me. That's cool. She's just really awesome. She's a great athlete, and she's very smart and very talented that way. You know? And she's just, I mean, I worked with her on ground stuff, you know, and same thing. My ground is more advanced than hers, and we just, we worked well together. It was, you know, she was just a really good human being, so I don't know. No, you're a good human being, too, by the way, but I was actually shocked when you lost to Roxanne that third time. I, I thought you. I, I was pretty shocked too. <laughs> uh, Roxanne, by the way, though, to her credit, has gotten so much better since working with John Wood and going to Syndicate. No kidding, right? A different fighter. Seriously. Different fighter. I, yeah. I have never seen a. I've never seen a fighter turn around like that. I mean, she went from losing seven fights in a row to winning six out of seven, and obviously, right? obviously, it's it's on yep. Roxanne. But that that John Wood and Syndicate was a perfect fit for her. Perfect fit. Um, you know what? All the props to her. That was freaking awesome. And um, it, I, I don't. I tried to convince her to come back to the United States for years because I didn't think she was getting good training in Japan. Uh, she was bouncing around from gym to gym, and being an American, they didn't. I mean, they they liked her, but I don't think they really accepted her. Sort of. I don't know what the deal was there, but she just wasn't getting good work, and her game was just kind of going to shit. And she had been awesome back in the day she was really great she beat jen hal who was the chick jen hal before before i became like the number one thing and then and then ronda became the number one thing jen hal was the shit back then and roxanne came in on short notice and beat her and i actually referred her to the promoter for that fight that was jeff osborne I told him about her because I had done Naga tournaments with her. She was a weight class above me. I was like, dude, this, this girl, Roxanne Monteberry, is awesome. If anybody could beat Jen, it would be her. She'll take the fight. Just give her a shot. Give her a shot. I know. She looks like the female Harry Potter. I know. <laughs> but trust me, she's really good. So he did, and she beat Jen, and it was some crazy shit. And then they had a rematch, and she beat her again. Yeah. And yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I just think I think that like the athletic element was always something that she was missing and she yeah. found and she found <laughs> it. Uh now fighting Rin Nakai, uh, how how awkward was that girl? Cuz she's like a little like a Hello Kitty on steroids. It yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, that's a good way to put it really. Uh that was fun actually. I thought that was a good time. They really <laughs> they love to mess with you in Japan, I'll tell you that. 
They really, really do. I saw them really mess with a couple of guys before the fights. I mean, right before the fights. What do you mean like, by mess with you? Um, so, like, you come in and then they'll do, like, your your uniform inspection or whatever, what you're wearing. And, like, if you're... How does this, how does this work? If your shorts don't tie... If they don't have a drawstring and they tie, you can't wear them. And then they will they will make you buy a pair of theirs or find a pair that does. I think same thing with your jock strap or something like that. They screwed with one guy really, really bad. And this is right before your this is like an hour or two before your fight. Like you're in the zone, you're trying to kinda of get warm or get loose or just you know, just Bobby, you'd be fucked, you know, get yourself they would be able going. To yeah. you in Japan. And, yeah, no, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, but they love black people you. out there in Japan, so I think I'd be okay. Like I'd be like, yo. How many Japanese chicks have you banged in your life? I there was this one Japanese Jamaican chick that was bad as hell. She was sexy as hell. She was one of my one of my friends. Wow. <laughs> she was she was she was hot. That's awesome. Yeah, Japanese Jamaicans and she had an accent and everything. I was I was truly down. Nice. So, so I guess you could say half. So when was the last time you got laid, Tara? Me? Yeah. Oh shoot, I don't know. We don't have to talk about all that. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well listen, guys, we're having a contest. Who wants to bang Tara La Rosa? So um <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. Oh god! But, but I'm not. I'm like. I'm not the hottest chick in the sport. But first of all, you're a very attractive whatever. girl. You're very attractive. I know how to have a good time. You got a great personality. <laughs> you're definitely attractive. And there's probably no way you don't give the best BJ's in all of MMA. There's there's no way. Am I right? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Christy Mack is my idol. So I they, love her. There you go. See, hear that, people? Christy I love. Are you? I, dude, I'm not a trial and error kind of girl. I study shit. Like I love <laughs> porn. I love watching porn. Like, I yeah. See that I guess people I'm actually saying this shit on like a radio show. That's no, it's terrific. no. Listen, listen, our, listen. You, you, listen. Trust me, our fans are gonna love that. I'll be blackballed for life. No, I think you're gonna get uh, three fights in the next week. Actually, uh, she she's gonna get That'd blackballed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. blackballed. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, blackballed, blue balled, yellow balled, all that shit. See that people? She does not discriminate. She she fucks black dudes, Asian dudes, and white dudes. Black, yellow, and blue. Wow. Listen. <laughs> Taste the rainbow, baby. <laughs> yes. Tara, I think you're my new favorite guest, actually. Uh, this is my new favorite guest of all time. Uh, Tara LaRosa, <laughs> listen. Uh, Tara needs a fight, okay? So we got to get Tara LaRosa a fight. She's got to make a living. She's 22 wins, five losses, okay? She's only lost to the top echelon of the of thing, and she's got wins over... over Alexis Davis. I mean, Shayna Baszler. She, Julie Kedzie. This is, I mean, she's a. She was ranked number one in the world at one point. So let's do it for like five years. For like five in two years. Two weight divisions. Yes, and she yeah. gives amazing head. Okay, chick, so there's, there's the no reason to be ranked number one in two weight classes. You're the first girl to be ranked number one in two weight classes. Yep. Wow, that's pretty damn amazing. One twenty-five and one thirty-five. That's amazing. That's tough. That's Yay. Fucking- 
Well, listen, Tara, it was an honor to have you on the podcast. Uh, I want to have you on at least once a month based on this conversation. Uh, <laughs> you need like updates. I'm not kidding. Update. I'm not kidding. Thank I'm you. I'm so- up to 85 Tinder matches right now. The, oh, and there that's you just go. Yeah, we area. That's like, definitely that's need a 20 more mile radius. Well, thank you so much, Tara, and have a great week. <laughs> right on. Take awesome. Care. Cool talking to y'all. You too. All right, that was Tara LaRosa. I have an idea for the show that I think you would like that could be very, very cool. What's that? So, you know how we have all these M- women MMA fighters and you ask them these hilarious but ridiculous questions? <laughs> yes. I think we should have a Miss MMA Roasted contest <laughs> where we call the different girls or we get like a conference with like three at a time, ask ridiculous questions, and the one that we see most fitting with the best answers, becomes Miss MMA Roasted. Like a Miss America, but a Miss MMA Roasted. Papa, what do you think of that? I think it's a great idea. Uh, but CB, I knew we had you here for a reason. I couldn't figure out why. Uh, but, but, but now... After six months, after six I finally <laughs> fucking figured out what my point you is. finally here. have a good idea. So I, I like that. We're going to have a Miss MMA Roasted. Uh, I think right now, Tara... Fans out there, yeah, send in your... I think Tanya Evinger might be number Tanya, one. So right now, here, here are the top five MMA Roasted guests. And send in your suggestions, fans, obviously. Uh, women, female. Uh, Rowdy Beck. Oh, yeah. Rowdy Beck, Maganya. Tanya Evinger. Uh, Maganya was good, but she. Yeah, she, we, she can't forget, bit, uh, we can't forget. We can't forget Bomb Penny Kanzad. Penny, oh, Penny's number. Oh, that's, yeah, was, that's first round, Tanya but, versus but, Penny. But Penny was very upset about us because of the whole Tanya thing. You were there, right? Yeah. You were there I when she, she got mad. Yeah, she was pissed. Oh, okay. She actually got she was more pissed at Tanya, but she's like, she, I asked her to come back on a podcast, and so she said, no way. So, <laughs> so she, 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 she follows me on Snapchat. I'll see what I can so do. So she's out of the contest. All right. So, <laughs> so right now, it's Tara LaRosa, Tanya, and I think Rowdy Beck. Rowdy Beck. Although, Jessica well, I. Jessica I. Jessica Sarah I. Sarah McMahon has been fun. Sarah McMahon says that she, remember the last time, which, the, the, the guy who, who, uh, who couldn't, who comes too quick, she was going to work with him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah McMahon. Uh, Lauren's up there. Lauren Murphy. Uh, yes, definitely. I don't know. It's, 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 I think There's Maga- a lot of Maganya, Invicta girls. Maganya. Colleen Schneider. Colleen. Except Barnett might hurt us. Leslie Smith answers every question you ask Leslie her. Smith. Yeah. This is, this is a very. We got a lot. We got a launch. If we can get at least 16, we can do brackets. Yeah. This would be awesome. This could be like a long-term thing. That that could be potentially amazing. I agree. I think Panty's first appearance was was amazing, and then and then with Tanya, it was a weird dynamic, and I should have known better uh, with that. You know, sometimes I'll take responsibility for that. I brought her in last minute. Brought, yeah, but it was my fault. Look, in the end, like I'm the guy in charge. So when shit goes bad, I have to take responsibility. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to argue with that. All right. So, uh, meanwhile, during the, uh, the phone call, Kyle Noak was submitted. During at the four, phone call, at 459 of Noak the first round. was um, submitted because CP Gold was wrong again. <laughs> um, so, I just want to say that. Let's that put did, that on the record. That, that was a pretty big upset, right? Seems to be. What was that guy's name that beat him? Kaida Nakamura. Nakamura. He's good. Kyle and Noak, man, it's like he beats guys that I think he's going to lose to, and then he loses the guys that he's going to win. There are certain fighters like that. It's like, they, it's like hard to gauge. It's like they win the fights that they're not supposed to win, and then they lose the fights. And I, and I, I, I do believe that the female division, these girls are getting up for the title shot, but not for the title defense. It's like they're winning the title, then they're listening to all these fucking people telling them how great they are, and 
maybe they're putting in the work, but something's not clicking. They're not fighting as well as they did to win the title than to keep the title. But they do say, look, the hardest thing to do is not to get there, it's to stay there. But it just seems like it's like, uh, you look at, you know, Ronda wins and then Holly. And I had a feeling that people said that Holly was, uh, was going to run through Misha. I'm like, ah, I think she might be overlooking Misha. And she says she's not. I believe she is. And I think she was, even though her trainers will say that she was in. And then Misha, everyone's like, oh, Misha's just going to, you know, kill this. Guy. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, this girl. We all this, said, though, first round. It girl, has to happen. This girl in the has not been hit by anyone that hits as hard as Nunez. And that's the problem. When you're fighting someone who, in the gym, you're not getting hit as hard as the people. And they, I see yesterday, George and them said there's a way to get your, tin, your chin stronger by, like, doing those, those, those things where you, you have the weight to your butt. And other people say that that's bullshit. When, when you're well, fighting someone... Well, it's not someone, about how strong your chin is. It's about, one, uh, I guess a little bit about how strong your neck is, but it, it really is about if your brain will shut off when something chaotic happens to you physically. You know, because sometimes you, people don't have to be hit and they can just pass out from being purely scared or they can pass out from seeing a needle. You know, that's that's a sort that's a form of being obviously not knocked out, but put out. You know what I mean? Some people can just go out and depending on if it's physically yeah. part of a punch or something like that. I mean, it, it's about your brain. It's got nothing to do with how muscular your chin is and stuff like that by the way I'm watching Usher right now play Sugar Ray Leonard I, it, and, is this uh, as ridiculous as I think it I, is it's almost like a bad SNL sketch it's about Roberto Duran his hands of stone which yeah, is Duran Robert De Niro's in it but who picked Usher as Sugar Ray <laughs> you got a better shot with Mark McGrath <laughs> as Sugar Ray exactly he was in the band Sugar, Sugar Ray, Ray yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I do think that Usher uh, it, just, it just looked too much like Usher Hey, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm watching Usher play Sugar Ray. I saw well, yeah, I mean, pe- uh, Will Smith punches. looked like Will Smith. He didn't look like Ali. Yeah, but he's a better but actor. That's a bit Usher more is. credible than he's Usher playing Sugar Ray. <laughs> he's a real actor. He's a real actor. <laughs> did you see the? And I still don't the, think he did the best. Uh, Ali, uh, there Ali. Yeah, no. I think he was too scared of going overboard, so he went underboard. Well, our, uh, Ali is a hard person to try to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't. That's no joke. I don't think he was. It's even, Ali. Yeah, you even, can't be, you can't act like Ali. Even, but like even when like Jamie Fox played uh, Ray Charles, Ray Charles, Denzel I don't know. as Hurricane was pretty decent. Yo, yeah, but no one knew what that Ray guy Charles like. and, and uh, Jamie Fox was probably the best. That was the best, yeah. but no one really knew what the Hurricane looked yeah, like. So you yeah. accepted that Denzel was him. But when you have Ali, who uh, or when you have Sugar Ray Leonard, who everyone knows, then you have Usher playing him with a with a weird wig on him, it, or I don't know what it just. Looks, yo. Dumb. Why couldn't he Next. grow his fro? Maybe he did grow his fro. Yeah, <laughs> why you gotta have a wig? You have a fro. <laughs> it looked like a it's wig. A black man with a fro. It looked like a wig. Next week, can do the Kevin Randleman story starring Drake. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see the new trailer for the Tupac movie? No, yeah, I see it. What do you think about the actor playing Tupac? I think it's. I think it's a fitting. Really, a little bit fitting. I mean. You're not going to get Tupac, except for there was one guy that actually really, really looks like Tupac, but I don't know if he's an actor. So you but can't that's really the thing that. is that you don't know the actor playing Tupac, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. If all of a sudden they were like, okay, uh, I don't know, um, uh, who's... Uh, Denzel, straight out of Denzel Compton Washington. worked. Straight out of Compton. Because you had two because, of their kids. Yeah, their kids look like... But you didn't know those guys either. 
Okay. I mean, if you knew, like so you're said, saying you're saying that if you don't know him, it's harder to. It's easier to accept him if you don't know the actor. Well, the same but thing like, with Biggie. But and like the we know Usher, we know Usher playing Sugar Ray Leonard, so it's sort of like it's like yeah, Usher it's playing strange. Sugar Ray Leonard. If I didn't know who that guy was and I just saw him playing but Leonard, Jamie Foxx played what's name well, and we knew Jamie Foxx. He's an Didn't he's an amazing impressionist though. Yeah, yeah, he's a great actor too, yeah, yeah. and a great actor yeah. and a great impression. Okay, okay, okay. that's okay. sort of his thing. No, I agree, and I heard the Tupac movie. I heard that's a better biopic than Notorious. Which is a big step up, but they, you're right. If they use somebody that you don't like, I saw Usher, and I'm like, why is he? Why does he have boxing gloves on? And what is he playing? We also, and then it said Sugar Ray, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding? We're also watching with the sound off, though. So, it's, but it's his but, face. All right, but maybe I'm if looking you heard, for, but maybe that's if you even heard. worse. We need to see actions. But we don't need to hear him. We need to see that maybe he can if do we it. Heard music and, and like dialogue. It might. Be better, you know. Oh, baby, oh, baby. No, we can't have Usher, the singer, <laughs> playing one of the baddest boxes ever. I agree. I totally well, no, like, agree. Like uh, Mark Wahlberg played. Um, the fuck was that guy's name? With his his brother was Dickie Eversol. Yeah, but if, if, like if you had Coolio playing Malcolm X, like, I mean, it's just, well, <laughs> no, that's like, what, what I'm saying. Like, some guys can pull it off, but for the most part, I agree with you. Get a no name, and then they get kind of discovered. Like the dude that played James Brown and get up on, uh, get on in, yeah. and get up. That that was really good. Yeah, you, you didn't know that guy. Yeah, but like, you know, but you like if Fetty, was good. but if Fetty Wap was playing Martin Luther King, uh-huh. like you'd be like, no, that's Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap would have to play Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like why why is Martin Luther King's eye not working? Like, <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess you could play it that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just okay. Going so, my uh, way. I have a dream. <laughs> all right, so all right, who's this guy? Daniel Omalanchuk. Who is Actually, it? strangely enough, he just tested positive for PED and they let him stay in the fight. Why? They've known for over a week. That's I weird. I don't know. Were they Polish PD so they didn't work? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know, but they let him stay. They announced this like a week or two ago and they're like, Omelon Chuck This guy's 50 and 9 and 1 out of Russia? This guy has 60 fights. I've never heard of him. Have you heard of this guy? Alexei Olenek. He's the guy that Todd Duffy said in the studio that we had uh, when he was on with Gabby Romero. He said that's the guy he wants to fight next. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. The shit I remember. You, uh, yeah. It's, it's easy when you have no life. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm fucking with you, CB. Uh, but you're right when you fuck with me, so it's not really yeah. roasting. It's yeah. just factual information. Well, that, meanwhile, this ring girl, I'm all about this Ringo right now. I think she's yeah. very cute. There was one at two at her, the way. Her, her curves are like. Her curves are great. Was, why have, are you leaning over here to my side? I'm just saying. <laughs> some of these ring girls got a nice little tan. Some of these ring girls have have absolutely no ass, and I don't understand it. Like, it's not like we're not going to check out their ass. I mean, half the time that that's what you're looking at. You know, you got to get a ring girl with an ass. My girl and I were watching the weigh-ins for 200, and it was Brittany Ariani, and then there was a third one, and she goes, "The girl had." Um, like cheek implants, Botox. She had ribs removed on her side to have like Come a... Come on, you don't know that for a fact. She said, that's what my girl said. Your girl knows it, that she had ribs removed? But it was weird. It wasn't a curve. It was like a diagonal. Yeah. And she, it was just, she was kind of weird looking. I don't think she not had ribs cute. removed. It's Come something on. that girls are doing now to get more popular. of like a figure. Really? Yeah. If it's coming from Joe Perez, it's got to be true. How do you know this? I don't know anything. I'm just making shit up. Are you really? Is it popular? <laughs> uh, I watched the show Botched. Yeah. It's like where they do plastic surgeries, and there's a quiet Gone a wrong. bit of uh, women coming in to get their ribs removed. To love, like, really? It's just two How ribs on each side. How much does it cost to get your ribs removed? I would imagine thousands of dollars. Probably less than two. How? Where do they remove it from? They have scars? I mean, how do they, they remove do it from their back. 
It's it's from here. From their back? Yeah, they like hammer them out with a hammer or some shit. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they remove the ribs from your back. Like, but what, when you see the scars, scars, baby back ribs. Yeah. You see the scars? Yeah. So that wasn't that the whole defeat the whole purpose. Like implants, you can put the scar underneath the tit. You don't fucking see it, right? Oh, or I've, I've even seen, seen some I've even seen girls get their under their armpits. But if I saw fucking scars in their back, I, I would think that would defeat the purpose of getting your rib removed. Yeah, not unless you get a, a sexy tattoo. Over that's a go. that's a long process. Yeah, some people are committed, Adam. I don't know <laughs> if you know that. Getting scars, uh, getting tattoos over scars now is actually so, becoming somewhat of a bigger deal. Because it's an easier way to, to kind of hide certain things that people are either ashamed of or like something bad that happened to them. Like Aldo, never getting rid of the face scar. Yeah. Never going to happen. But How do like, you get that, by the way? His sisters threw him into a fire when he was a kid. Really? 100%. He's said it in many interviews. Wow. Shit's sick. It's the dopest scar in MMA. They call him Scarface. Like, he's nicknamed Scarface. It's the dopest scar in MMA. But where was this fire? It was in the favelas of Brazil. Well, that's not the question. What are you talking about? Well, that's not the question. No, that's not the question either. Why the fuck would your sister throw you in a fire? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. it's, uh, that's way worse than, you know, Minotaur Noguera, who got run over by a bus. Oh, I wonder if when their parents are like, who did this? They're like, we didn't start the fire. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and his sisters really threw him into a fire. Damn, dude. That's- but, like, women are getting, you know, they'll have a scar from whatever lipo or, like, you know, they had they had a C-section from having yeah, kids. Yeah, but that I understand. So they get tattoos I under- over I get it. all that, but it just seems like getting your ribs removed to look better and then getting a tattoo over it is just... What the fuck are you doing? If I, if I have a daughter, okay, which, by the way, funny enough, uh, my fiancé wants to name our daughter Scarlet. <laughs> After all that, she wants to name her Scarlet, right? Uh, which is funny. Thanks for that. That's, that's not annoying at all. Uh, so uh, quit with the fuck crinkling up the thing. blowing it back up. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm sitting there talking. ADHD. I, I, oh, great. <laughs> okay, but what, what are you, what's going on? All right, so... <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. If I have a daughter, I'm, I'm, and she's like, "Daddy, can I get my rib removed at like eight? Well, it was yeah, probably. I think it'll be. She's not going to consult you. She's not going to consult you. I'm going to say yeah, no. Your ribs look fine. It'll and be then you say, "Okay, but what about the scar? Well, I'll get a tattoo over. I'm going to say, "What? What are you doing? Well, Knock it off." She's not, not going to consult you at all. She will. She will not say, "Daddy, I think if I give him, hey, Dad, I think I'm going to get my ass. Hey, Dad, I want my titty. She's not going to consult you. Kind of relationship. You think so? Yes, if I know. She, so. If she asks you for a tattoo, you send her down the street, Lancashire and Riverside Graffiti Palace tattoo. No, absolutely not. I'm not getting five Conor McGregor tattoos on my daughter because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only tattoos we've done in 21 years uh, of I, business. I, if she wants to get a tattoo, I understand. My sister has a tattoo. I'll, I'll be open to it. I just, I'm not going to be for it because I just feel like more than not. People can regret their tattoos. The what? That I, the people that I know. <laughs> How many people do you know? A lot of people I know. You, you, you tell me you don't regret any of those tattoos? I don't regret any of my tattoos. Even the, the ones that say the Joker, ha, 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 ha. No, not at all. Really? Not at all. I don't all. regret any of my tattoos. I regret none. Mm-hmm. I, well, I have no regrets. All right. Well, I know a lot of people that are like, I wish I never got it. Or this was well, stupid. Well, yeah, if you get a, like, a retarded tattoo when you're like 12, then I can understand that. But mm-hmm. the reason why I got all my tattoos, they always meant that all my tattoos mean something to me. Every single one of them means something to me. So, like, there was a thought process in before I got my, my tattoo. I know a girl that had deeper on her ass, a big tattoo of deeper. Uh, like, when guys are fucking her, they that, want her to go deeper. meant something There's to no her. way she's not writing that. Or, or maybe she's no, maybe she's getting fucked. And That's I have 120. No. She's, when she's having sex, she's like, "I'm not regretting this tattoo right now." I'm I have somewhere around 120 it. tattoos, and I regret none of them. Come on, none of them. 
Not one. Okay, let's say tomorrow. Here we go. Chuck C- Liddell. C- come Chuck- on, what are you? Are you playing with the fucking black? What are you doing here? <laughs> let's say tomorrow, Chuck Liddell gets arrested for kitty porn or some kind of child something, right? Let's just say it happens, all right? Now, how many Liddell do you have? You have one. You have, all right, you have one. You wouldn't regret that? No. Because what about I that one separa- I can separate business from personal. And at one point, he still was the baddest man on the planet. I don't think there's a guy right now with an O.J. Simpson tattoo that's like, this is really stupid. Maybe. Yeah. But (laughs) But you said more times than not, people with tattoos regret it. People that I know. I I actually got some fickle-minded people around that you know. But uh, enough people. Enough people to the point where it's like, you got to think twice. I would say 25, 30% of people. 25, 30%? 30%, yeah. That's still a high percentage. Eh, It's not more than... The not it's still thirty percent. Tattoo culture is huge. Thirty percent. If there was a thirty percent chance of something happening, you probably wouldn't do it most of the time. If there was a thirty percent chance of when you drive down to the corner, your your car is going to explode. Okay, you'd be very careful with that car, and probably would be like, you know what? I'm only going to go. No, we're not saying that. Okay, thirty percent is a very large. If there were a thirty percent chance that like the girl that you're hooking up with has a dick, okay, you, you would you would not have have fucked as many girls as you did. That's very true. Okay, that's very true. So that's, that's a high like percentage. Extreme, it's a high yeah. percentage. You that's get the point. Extreme fucking comparison. You yeah. get the point. Yeah. Are you talking from experience? No, I'm just talking about percentages. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, this shit. fight right now, by the way, is really it's good. It's going down. <laughs> it hasn't been. We Big just started watching. Did <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me this guy right now? We on saw top a right of hook him. and went, this "Ooh, Omolakhoch with his Omolancha." He, that guy regrets those tattoos. Come on. No, definitely not. Really? Those things are sick. He's got the red outlining. He put time and effort and money and into And how many that. times have you seen people with tattoos of a name get covered up with some stupid dragon or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's the 20% we were talking about. No. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> but 80% of people, more times than not, usually, okay, there's the, those random, okay, let's go to Vegas, I'm drunk, yeah, let's yeah, get a tattoo. Drunk. Every guy yeah. with a tram stamp regrets it. No. Okay. Ask Gray Maynard then. Except for, he, I'm no. sure he, he said he's waiting for it to come back in style. No. <laughs> That's what he so said. He does, he, he's not regretting it. He's <laughs> waiting for it to be cool. <laughs> I, I will I, say, guys that get tram stamps, it's a little weird. It's definitely weird. It's a little weird. It's different. Yeah. But a lot of people do it because it is different. Tattoos are anti, what well, it used to be, tattoos were anti society. This is what I'm doing to let you know I don't no, really it's care. More social There's a guy with ever. a nickelback tattoo right now. There's like, come on. Or a limp biscuit. Anybody with a limp biscuit? All right, maybe. All right, not a, I'm just saying. A lot of you. You have a limp Hansen. biscuit? Hanson. <laughs> Hanson. Hanson. If you have an umbop tattoo, you probably regret it. Right, said Fred. You know, I'm too th- sexy. Uh, All right. That one could be taken into many different like avenues, though. How many strippers do you know that probably regret? T- Every time I, I talk to a stripper, she regrets the tattoo she got. At least yeah, one. well, she's also a stripper. She's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he also didn't. Not he, the most, you know, strong, mentally fit person. You he know? also he didn't like, outline the fact that he only talks to one out of ten that he gets lap dances from. No, so it's, I, I think I've gotten less lap dances than I have not gotten in my, in my life. People, people, all the time people buy me lap dances, which I'm not going to say no. But I'm talking I about talking to them. I probably have paid for less than 20 lap dances. But I didn't say you paid for them. How much is a lap dance? Like 20 bucks. You cheap bucks. mother... No. I, but I didn't say you paid for them. I, I said sorry. talking to the strippers, no, whereas no. getting dances or watching them dance naked on the stage for your dollar. Maybe. I don't know. What, what are you supposed to do during a lap dance? Uh, come. Really? Uh, <laughs> no. Well, no. Are, are you, you being get, fucking you serious right dance? now? Well, I know you just sit there. Sit Wait there. a second. Have you never been to a strip club? I've never been to a strip club. He's only 20 years old. 
So there's eighteen. They're all eighteen years and older. I'm broke, dog. I'm broke. <laughs> so go for your birthday and have your friends buy you a lap dance. Do we need an MMA roasted strip club intervention? He said, "I'm broke, dog. I'm broke. <laughs> I can't even afford the entrance fee for a strip club." You get it, your first time's free. Really? What, what are you yeah. looking? Uh, the Zagat guy? The strip <laughs> How do you know all this stuff? Uh, uh, he don't know. Cough, cough, wheeze, wheeze. Yeah, yeah, right. No, woof, no, woof. You, basically, Joe, you sit there. And the girl grinds and tries to get you hard. And, uh, and more than likely, she's trying to sell you into going in the back. In the champagne room where... What happens back there? It depends About $200 on the dollars of the same shit. No, no. Sometimes in like Miami, certain places, it's like blowjobs, fucking, like anything goes. Certain places, anything goes. Even in L.A. It depends where you are. Uh, it always Vegas, depends where you are. Vegas. If you go out to Compton... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I went to a strip club. She gonna rob your ass. You go out the That was so ghetto. They didn't even have lap dances. They had wall dances. They didn't have chairs there. Wow. Uh, you sit against the wall, and then uh, I was there, and Q-Tip was there. So uh, from uh, Tribe Called Quest. Uh, so yeah, they basically the girls try to grind on you, get you hard. Just, but they are trying to sell, if not the champagne room, another dance or another dance. But one so. piece of advice. If they tell you, we'll do this if you go outside and pay me, do not go outside. Why? Because usually some dude's going to show up and beat the fuck out of you and take all your money. Are you kidding? That's not that's not. You've never gone outside. I've never been offered to go outside. And and women... Strip clubs don't work as they, they would lose. They, they would lose customers if, if, if you walked outside and some dude jumped you. I mean, do you really think that the, the staff is going to want you to get? It has happened before. I'm sure it has happened, but it's not like the regular thing. It's easier to get whatever you want in the champagne room or the back room than going outside. Let's no, no, put it but, that no way. but but usually that's not even the case. But there are situations where, uh, yeah. So strip clubs are, are uh, don't go. You're better off not going. But it's fun. Just which city has the best strip clubs? Uh, Miami, not Vegas. Vegas? Oh, are you kidding? The Rhino in Vegas? They're super expensive, though. They're the hottest girls you've ever seen in your life, uh, aside from my fiance. Uh, but but there are guys out there that I know. I know dudes that go to strip clubs with no underwear on and wear sweatpants and and like nut. That like, gives me anxiety. From, dude. from lap dances. That gives me anxiety. Uh, those guys are usually. Uh, have too much free time. Have you ever had a lap dance where you don't get hard and you're kind of just like, get the fuck off me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> me I too. Think, I think every guy's had the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, I've had the worst one. Uh, I've had lap dances where the girl goes, what do you do? I go, I'm a comic. And then she starts telling me jokes. And there's no way to get me like... On, uh, uh, you're you like, know. well, we're done here. Yeah, we're pretty much... I like, gave her the light. I was like, wrap it up. <laughs> you gave her 20 bucks to go buy another book to tell book jokes. Pretty much. So yeah. you're supposed to be hard the whole time. No, you're not supposed to. No, the lap dances, maybe. You're supposed to enjoy this stripper, you know, smacking your face with her titties and, you know, hang, grabbing on your ear and playing on your back. And she's like, you know, Whispering trying to dirty arouse things you. To yeah, you she's, trying to, she's trying to have fun with you. The reason why you go to a strip club is to see some things and possibly even touch some things, experience some things in life about a woman. And she's supposed to do that for her one dance. And if you want to experience more things, you have to pay more for a longer dance. So well, wait, anyway, oh, wait, if, you guys wanna, if you guys want to untip a fighter or want to tip Joe's for a strip club visit, okay, we will gladly We will do it on the we'll, strip club. We'll do a live club. podcast from the strip club. I don't think uh, any, one of, any of the three of us can go into a strip club in our situation. I don't think that's going to work out well. It's yeah. for a good cause. Yeah. Special yeah. needs kid. You, you're going to tell wish. me that either one of you would go home no, and be like, Hey, baby, I'm going to a strip club tonight. 
Uh, Adam still might be in the greenhouse. My, no, my, my girl actually wants me like for our, my bachelor party to go get like uh, strippers and stuff. He's like, she's like, go out and party, have a great time. However, I've seen too many. Stuck with I've been to too forever. many bachelor parties where like the 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 girl comes and then tries to like fuck the bachelor or tries to blow the bachelor or guys start putting in money and they're like, hey, you know, fuck the dude. It's his last night of freedom. Or, I, I I I've seen girl. I went to one where the girl put condom on her foot. And, and uh, caught him on the back of his foot and started like foot fucking herself. Like I, I seen some crazy shit. So the point is, what? the point is, is that Why I don't, I don't want to. Uh, did you fuck that girl last night? No, I, my foot did. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah she got athlete's badge. Uh, but so my, my point is, is that I don't want to be in that situation. I, I don't want even want to even tempt myself. I don't want to be in that. It's, well, why don't you guys just bring your girlfriends with you? That's the lamest bachelor party. <laughs> that was, 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 that was a cheap ass thing. He was getting pounded on. He took his mouthpiece out and threw it on the mat. That's called good planning. Right Strategy, there. sir. There was, a, there was a fighter, Diego. He died, Diego Corrales. When he fought uh, Corrales versus, I forgot who he fought, and he kept dropping his mouthpiece every time he was hurt. They could take a and, point for uh, that, though. They, they eventually yeah, did. But either but he, that or they're going to end the fight. <laughs> he, ended, he ended up winning the fight uh, because he came back and knocked the other guy out. I think it was the guy uh, that uh, Corrales versus Castillo. What's the so point when you're trying to hang on for a win that you're already losing? Especially in boxing so. where it's like 10-9, 10-8. It's not 12 rounds. And anyway, I think we're good with the podcast. I think we're just going to... Today was fun. Today was going to be fun. Ended uh, with Tara LaRosa and strippers. about tattoos and, and people who regret strippers. them. <laughs> strippers. Yes. Tinder. And getting our ribs removed. Yes. If yes. you want to uh, tip us, we are on Tip a Fighter. Go to Adam Hunter. Uh, tip a Fighter. Adam Hunter. Uh, you could tip me if you tip the podcast. Uh, also, make sure that you tweet out to Shannon Knapp or uh, Jeff Aronson to get Tara LaRosa a fight. Scott I like Coker, her. Uh, Scott Coker. Joe Silva. Joe Sean Silva. Shelby. Yeah, yeah hook, yeah. hook him up. Hook her up. She's a s- sweet-ass girl. Uh, good luck to the Titan guys fighting. Uh, Torres, uh, as well as Abdiel. Uh, thank you, Bubba Jenkins. Also, if you're in Vegas, I will be there the week of 202. UFC 202, Monday through Sunday. It should be the week okay. of August 20th, I August think, is it. August 15th. 20th is the pay-per-view. August 15th to the 21st. Uh, you want tickets? I'll give you tickets. Also, we're going to have MMA Roasted t-shirts on the website. we got new t-shirts in, MMA Roasted shirts. You can buy them. Uh, hopefully you will buy them. Don't we have to sign one? Uh, yeah, we have one we have to sign uh, to the guy who won the contest. If you want your MMA Roasted t-shirt signed... Holler at us at tipafighter.com. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. MMA Roasted Show. Yes. Uh, I will also, uh, this week I'm in Hollister, California. Uh, I'm going to be in Fresno the following week. Every Tuesday night I'm at the Dime Bar. Anything coming up, CB? Uh, Meta Morris this coming Sunday I will be at, which they just changed the entire card. So if you're hearing this, listening, and you haven't seen the new card, it is 100% changed. Who is it? Uh, the main event is going to be Halleck Gracie and um, Gary Tonin. And Gary Tonin has said, if Halleck beats me, I will get, uh, I think it's G in the Gi tattooed on his ass. Okay. Um, you also have Satoshi Ishii, who just fought Rampage in okay. Bellator. He yeah. is going against Vladimir Matyashenko. Oh, janitor. Yeah. Um, Fabio Leopoldo's on there. Kevin Casey's on there. King Kevin Casey. Is he going to be rapping? Uh, I don't know. Right. You got the Boogeyman. Let's hope not. <laughs> you got uh, Richie Martinez, the Boogeyman, I think is his name. Um, there's a couple others on there, but they changed the entire card. For the better or worse? Um, 
You can't really tell in these ones, but there were Gilbert Dorino Burns was on it before now, Gabriel Gonzaga was on it. isn't paying people. It's not a rumor. It's true. No. Halleck has even said, you know, I'm behind on my payments. Barnett hasn't been paid. Chael hasn't been paid. Joe Lozon hasn't so why been are you paid. Supporting this? Because I love jiu-jitsu, and I want to go, and I want to watch, and I want to support him paying back his fighters. And Halleck has said he will take MMA fights as well to pay back his fighters. He's trying to make it right, but the first few events, they, I guess I they know, did man. well, but he didn't pay him. I think yeah, the other I issue was they did, that at all. they did a huge card. You've got to have the money to pay him, period. And, and, and you, it's not like and then you put on another show. Like and no, you're, you it's not pay like me. you owe somebody ten bucks. I mean, this is what? How much is the old chill? I don't know. I don't, I I don't know was, the figures. I heard it was like hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I don't know. Josh the Barnett's figures. not a cheap. I mean, Josh Barnett didn't he? Didn't he, didn't he tap? Uh, tap Dean Lister for the yeah, heavyweight so, championship. So you tap Dean Lister and then you don't get paid. I dude, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't if work I, inside with the Gracies. If I were you, I wouldn't go to that. I don't. I'm not digging that. Well, the same day as the new Submission you? Underground, which is Chael's promotion. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging Chael. Chael will pay people. Uh-huh. Well, I know he will. And it's actually a really good card on that, too. But I've had my Metamorphosis tickets for a while. I've never been to one. I want to go to one. And Bobo, how do you feel about that? What, going or not paying? Everything. <laughs> Come on. Oh, but, 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 I, I mean, seriously. Would you, would you go and support it? <laughs> Nah, not if they weren't paying people. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of keeping your word, and that's a form of, you know, basically lying to the people. Yeah, yeah. Can't lie to the people. What do you, what do you got coming up? Any, any wrestling seminars? Uh, there's a camp in, at Thunder in Calvary Chapel, Church Boys. There's a camp. Where is that? Um, in, in Costa Mesa. Santa Ana, Costa Mesa, the same thing, you know. Do we, 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 we wrestled them our, our middle school our first year. Yeah. They whooped us, but they Probably before the match, they, they put their hands and they go, go Jesus. Yeah. And then my kids started laughing. We and break, and we <laughs> break to glory to God. Every time we break, you put our hands in and we say glory to God. And you break that way. That's wow. one of the reasons that's why I like being That's a little bit more like, I wouldn't say I'm not going to use the word acceptable, but that's a little more normal glory to God than go Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> go Jesus. I don't think Jesus is going out there against one of his seventh graders. <laughs> Glory to God is like, okay, we've gotten here because of and God. And also, God, it's more accepting to everybody versus like just one guy. It could be anybody's God, right? Did Glory Jesus wrestle in high school? Uh, I, he was he a was three pounder. He some... <laughs> yeah, I do remember him tech falling Moses that one time. <laughs> Didn't he do a really good crucifix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right, so. But no, I'm hoping that the rumors are true that I, I possibly would get to fight Georgie. Georgie yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not going to. Say anything about it, or, or I know that the fans, my MRA roasted fans, they definitely got on the organization. Oh fuck and yeah! I'm greatly appreciative. You want of them to keep it. doing that? Absolutely. All right, so MRA roasted fans. Hashtag give Bubba a fight. Hashtag yeah. give Bubba a fight. I think they got me one because of that. At and, Scott you know, Coker and at who else? Rich Chow, right? Rich Chow. Yeah, Rich Chow. Okay, so give I would Bubba a fight. Love any Whoa. fight. Whoa! So. All right. Yeah, he lost. I don't. Wow. I didn't see the fight, but he Unless lost. Unless it got. Listen, he lost. The dude in the red lost. I don't know who won the fight, but he lost. He just headbutted him. To well, give first him a hug. he lost at the barber, and then he yeah. lost again. Oh, yeah. yeah, he definitely lost at the barber. And now yeah. he lost. He's doing again. that Brian Ebersol thing on his head. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to watch that to know who won. All right, so listen, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. That was two this week. Um, we're gonna have two next week. I think we're gonna have Shana, Shana Baszler in the studio. Uh, we're trying to get Colleen back in the studio. Uh, Should I send out some text messages? No. Uh, but thank you guys so much. And uh, Joe Perez. Guys, Joe P. Comedy is the That's guy right. responsible for getting this up the same day. 
responsible for help so building the studio. Bit, you should do a bit on not have been to the strip club. So Joe P. Comedy, follow this dude and uh, tell him how much you like him. And how many girls have you banged in your life? A handful. A handful. And okay. They've all been under fives. Like, like five years old, or they've been <laughs> no, no, like, like one to ten. They've been yeah. under fives. Well, yeah. dude, five twos okay, make a so, ten. Like a small handful. Yeah, very small. So if you know if any girl here is a five or above, okay, give Joe P a blowjob. We're gonna have a hashtag. <laughs> give Joe P a blow. Right? Sounds good. All right, cool. Listen, thank you guys so much, and take care. What's up, guys? This is Joe the Kid. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I'm sorry for the air conditioner in the background, but it was hot as hell in Adam's apartment. No big deal. You guys know how it goes. But anyways, you guys are about to listen to the press conference between Jose Torres and Abdil Velasquez. The first 30 seconds of this call is cut out because we had to get the phones and the Skype working and all in sync with each other. You know how it goes. No big deal. Anyways, thank you all for listening to MMA Roasted. Here is Jose Torres and Abdil Velasquez. Quick takedown, run, 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 and do nothing on top. So I'm a guy, you know, I'm a Mexican style boxer. I like to be forward, 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 and put on a show. So I like to take risks, and I, I believe that some he's not willing to take. And uh, just experience-wise, man, I've been able to go with some of the best. Even though I was amateur, I'm fine, man. We saw my last one at 16 pro fights. I only had one. What I did to him. Uh, Baba, what are your thoughts on that so far? I think that this press conference needs some help. But <laughs> he sounds very confident. Uh, uh, Abdiel, are you, are, you, are you here? Yeah, I get here. Oh, this is better. It's much better. Okay, so he says he's better than you everywhere. Uh, he says he respects you, that you're a humble guy, but that all you did against Alexis Villa was run. You hit and run. And he just goes straight forward, and, you're, and then you're like John Jones. You hit and run. Now, do you think going to American Top Team has really changed your game a lot? Yeah, I've been, you know, it, it, it helped a lot. You know, I've trained with a lot of people, a lot of bodies. Um, you know, it helped me so much. You know, I was new coaches and so, and, you know, I feel comfortable. I feel happy. I feel like I belong here. So, you know, that's, you know, I feel good where I'm at. Who's your favorite coach out there? Uh, coach Ralph Garcia. Nice. Now, how, now what's your background? Is your, is your background in, uh, in uh, wrestling? Did you wrestle in college? Uh, no, I didn't. I wrestled in high school. Oh, nice. But uh, now, Shorty Tor- now, Shorty Torres, you're you're a pretty high level wrestler, right? I was all American college and uh, 100 plus wins. Wow, you hear that, Bubba? Because we're, we're here with we're here we're here with Bubba Jenkins, the NCAA champion. He he was all American for what school? I was in uh, junior college, Triton College, and then I was also. Uh, Pretty much, I think I had like 50-plus wins in Division II. Hmm, that's pretty, that's pretty damn good, right, Bob? Yeah, absolutely. So, based on this press conference, who do you think is going to win? The better wrestler. The be- oh, shit, that, 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 that's you, Shorty Torres. But you used to be a American... But the other guy goes to um, ATT, huh? Yeah. So, he's got enough. And Kami's a really good wrestling coach as far as like being able to uh, block the wrestlers that he's fighting. So, I, I, I can't call it right now, but I, I usually, because I'm a wrestler, go with the better wrestler. Yeah. 
So hopefully that ATT camp can help him get up to where Shorty Torres is. Now, who are some of the guys you're training with at American Top Team, Javier? Are you training with like Dustin Poirier and uh, and uh, those guys over there and like Cole Miller? Say again. No, Are you no, training? I'm not here, no. uh, oh, oh, you're ATT in Tampa. Yes. I don't know there was a. Oh, Bubba. Now Bubba just made a a, a motion that is not, that sounds it's not real ATT or what? No, it's not the real ATT. The uh, the better wrestler will win this fight. All right, all right, okay. All right, so you gotta be at the headquarters. You, you gotta be at the headquarters. You gotta be at the headquarters. I don't know. This is this is gonna be good. All right, so Jose Shorty Torres. Listen, now I'm a guy. Uh, I, I wanna. I'm interested in this fight. How are you gonna sell me this fight? Titan needs you to sell this fight. Yo, my biggest thing is Abdiel. No matter if he's a good wrestler, no matter again, he took down a guy who's third in the Olympics. So his wrestling is legit, mainly for MMA. I'm not 45 years old. I'm 23 years old. Nothing is going to stop me from not going forward. I'm going to keep on pushing forward. Either I'm going to knock him out. The only way he's going to the ground is either if I drop him or if he takes a shot. And either or, I'm, again, like Bubba Jenkins, the wrestler's going to win. That's going to be me. Uh, Abdiel, would like to respond? Why? How are you going to sell this fight for me? Uh, pretty much, I'm gonna, um, everything's going to be in the cage. You know, I talk, I talk in the cage. Um, you know, whatever he says doesn't matter to me. Uh, like I said, everything's going to happen in the cage. We'll see when we get in the cage, and we'll see how it works. Everything will fall apart in there, and, you know, whatever he says doesn't matter to me. It doesn't affect me. Um, you know, everything's going to be in that cage. On August 5th, we'll see. I like it. So August 5th in Miami, Florida. It's going to be on Fight Pass. This is going to be a great fight. I'm excited, okay? You've got a, a top prospect in Jose Shorty Torres, but I think you're being overlooked, Abdiel. I'm telling you, man, I, I've watched some of your fights. You're 7 and 2. You're 7 and 2, but the two losses, one was a split decision, and one was to a hometown guy, right? Yeah, you know, the, you know, I beat a hometown guy, and it was, you know, it was, it was close, but, you know, I got the win. That's yeah. That's all that matters. Uh, you know, I fight my game, and that's how I played. All right, so uh, I want, look, we're, we're going to have a little rank-out contest right now. All right, Shorty Torres, say this is a, a, a Yo Mama contest. Uh, all right, you go first about MDL. <laughs> Yo mama contest. Yes. Uh, you don't talk about Puerto Rican mothers, man. That's, that's, that's a jumping way into happening. All right, you lost round one so far. Okay, so. <laughs> Abdiel. Oh, me? Um, you know, like I said, you know, I don't talk, I don't talk smack. Uh, you know, I, I like I said, I don't talk And it's a draw, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This was the worst rank out contest in the history of rank out contests, guys. This was awful. Listen, I'm a big fan of both of you guys. Short, you got Shorty. You, 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 you're, you guys are both great fighters. I'm going to watch this fight. Titan FC, August 5th, live from Miami. Two hungry guys. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Thank you. Thank All you right. Good luck, Corey Torres. Take Thanks, care. Man. Good luck, man. Take care. Yep. All right. Man, those guys can sell a fight. Listen. Yeah, man. They can sell it. <laughs> Meanwhile. Glad you woke me up from my nap. <laughs>